week. Now they play Oklahoma State. Yeah, who upset Iowa State last week. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Uh, they're, they're playing at home. Both teams coming off the big upset. That's an emotional game. Oklahoma State having one of the leading rushers in the country. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Out west, Oregon and Southern Cal. I'm going to go with Oregon. I think Oregon's being kind of ignored. They're one of those teams we were talking about earlier that, uh, you know, that kind of gets overlooked. Some of these one-loss teams that don't uh, that don't get the headlines. I, th- I think they're a better team. I think they got more on the line. I think the quarterback situation is a big difference. Uh, Justin Herbert is one heck of a quarterback at Oregon. Uh, they've only got the one loss to Auburn. Uh, Southern Cal, not as good a record, and they've had quarterback issues. I like Oregon to win that game. And the Southeastern Conference, two teams that need a win really bad, Mississippi State and Arkansas. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take Mississippi State, although it won't surprise me at all if Arkansas wins. Uh, Mississippi State's one of those teams we mentioned earlier. If they lose this ball game, Graham, I don't think they're going to qualify for a bowl. I'm not sure they're going to if they win it. But uh, if they don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not going to. A whole lot on the line. Uh, I'm going to take Mississippi State, but an Arkansas win would not surprise me. Auburn back home, and they'll play Ole Miss. Yeah, you're probably going to have to get a campus map out for the Auburn players so they can find the stadium. Uh, they haven't played a game there in like five weeks. Uh, went the entire month of October. Had to be on the road at, at nationally ranked teams multiple times. Uh, I'm going to go with Auburn. They're a better team. They're coming back home. But this is a dangerous game for Auburn because of coming off the LSU game, uh, having Georgia as their next game, uh, Plumlee's a good quarterback at Ole Miss. Uh, I was surprised at the line. I thought it was a little bit high. I'm going to go with Auburn to win the game. I think they will, but it could be a dangerous game. Auburn needs to be careful. The cocktail party, Georgia and Florida. I was surprised at that line. Georgia about a touchdown favorites had opened, and I was I was really surprised at that. Uh, it wouldn't shock me either way, kind of, kind of like I said on the uh, Mississippi State-Arkansas game. Uh, Georgia's won two straight in the in the series, but their last time, ten times they've played, it's it's five and five. Um you know, I, I like uh, I like Florida to, to win the ball game. I think they're playing better, uh, but Georgia's a very good team, and and I think the winner of this ball game obviously is going to represent the East in, in Atlanta. And let's get your upset: Washington over Utah. Uh, Utah's uh, higher ranked. Uh, they're right now the the favorite, probably in the Southern Division of the Pac-12. They're playing at Washington. Washington uh, with Jacob Eason. They're a strong team, uh, and I like Washington to win that ball game. This has been the Lindy's Football Report, brought to you by. Gordo's Cheese Dip and by U.S. Farm-Raised Catfish. You've been listening to the extended version of the Lindy Sports Report, brought to you exclusively by Scott Stevens Tire and Service on the Circle Dothan, building a reputation you can trust. Also, join us Wednesday mornings at 8.30 for the Lindy Sports Report here on the ball. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F. W261AT, W296DQ, Dothan. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight at The Cellar. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move over law requires motorists to move over and slow down when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home.
a message from All In Credit Union. Throughout our communities, there are hundreds of charities making a dramatic difference in people's lives every day. To help these vital community partners, All In Credit Union is, once again, giving back to the community with one of several grants of up to $100,000 in assistance. To apply, complete the online application at allincu.com slash grant. Applications must be received by 5 o'clock November 1st, 2019. All In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car and open. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1888, 673 one call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 7940111 Sons.com. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. The Ball presents the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by The Cellar, Fine Steaks and Wine, by Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly serving our community. All-In Credit Union, score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. By Auto Expo, get the car you deserve at a price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons, the go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, Enterprise, you follow and Marianne by Southeast Health. Always the right direction by Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration. Going above and beyond for your satisfaction. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Now, let's go live to the stadium with Mark Stewart and Lance Griffin. Good. 
Good evening, Wiregrass, and welcome to live high school football right here on the ball from Northcutt Field in Dothan. It is the Houston Academy Raiders hosting the GW Long Rebels. It is the finale for the regular season. Mark Stewart in here with you along with Lance Griffin. And, Mark, uh, it's the last game for the Raiders. It's, sometimes it's hard to get up for this one. No playoff hopes for them, but there's a lot of seniors that want to really show well that's, tonight. That's right. It's senior night. Fifteen seniors, 13 of them are dressed out tonight. It's their last time to put the uniform on, and it's just a game of pride tonight, Lance. It is. UW Long has a playoff game next week at Cottage Hill, so they have something to play for. Lost the last couple of games, but right now here goes Houston Academy. First and 10 from the 34, and they broke off an inside handoff. Will it go all the way? He'll be tackled at the seven yard line, but what a great start for the Raiders and a Max Burgreen, who's the first and 10 from the 34. Burgreen is tackled at the seven, first and goal for the Raiders. Just a well blocked play, Lance. He came off that right side of the line and found a hole over there, hit that sideline, and that's what's been missing explosive plays, and that's the first thing they've got. Good start. I think it's good they start with the ball, receiving it, put some points on the board, and make GW Long chase them a little bit tonight. Good play call, and uh, Burgreen found the edge. He's all the way down to the seven. First play from scrimmage for the Raiders. It's first and goal. Here's Sheldon Ott. He's going to take it himself. He's going to try to go up the middle. He'll get a couple of yards to the five. It'll be second and goal. Yeah, he just faked that jet sweep around there, tried to go and follow his tackle on that left side. Didn't pick up a lot. He's not real fleet of foot, but he's a good size kid, so he can fall forward and pick up a yard or two. So finally, jacket weather here on this regular season finale, and it is quite chilly outside. A little bit of a breeze, not a ton, but just a little bit. At least when I walked in, I don't see the flag moving right now, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah, Raiders, that temperature started dropping pretty quick. Raiders having trouble getting the play in, so they're still in the huddle with 11, 10 seconds here. They're going to have to hurry to get this play off and they'll have to call a timeout to save the yardage there. They'll talk about this because, well, you just haven't seen any chunk plays for Houston Academy this season. You don't want to waste a first and goal opportunity. No, absolutely. You're second and goal at the five-yard line, and you got to make this count. Five yards will just kill you uh, down here. You need to get seven points if you can on this drive. That's been the problem. They've fallen behind in most of their games, and they just don't have that ability to catch up because they don't have the big, big play capability. So, off to a great start. Like I said, good thing that they received the ball first. It gives them a chance to set the tone offensively and hopefully put seven points on the board here. Just the season opening win for the Raiders this season. That's it. Uh, the Rebels, meanwhile, are going to the playoffs. They'll go to Cottage Hill Christian next week, but they're coming off a couple of losses as well, so you know they want to get some momentum going into the playoffs. Absolutely. They haven't been in the playoffs for the last couple of years. Only three wins two seasons combined coming in this year so you, they really want to have a good show in this year in the playoffs I think. Second and goal from the five here's odd. He's going to hand it off to Ogletree. Ogletree's going to try to find the end zone. Does he? Does he? Touchdown. He does. Jake Ogletree scores right up the middle from the five and the Houston Academy Raiders are up early on GW Long. Great start. Just a handoff up the middle. He goes in Ogletree for the touchdown. Puts him up six to nothing. Pending this extra point. But Lance, the blind did a great job on that drive as they blew the GW Long defensive line back and opened up some holes. Ogletree, one of those seniors looking to really, really make memories tonight, and he puts the Raiders on the board. The extra point is up, and it is good. 10:44, just out of the box here in the first quarter. Houston Academy seven, GW Long nothing. We'll be back in one minute with more high school football action right here on the ball. 
Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of... security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. This is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play -play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Welcome back to North Cut Field, the ensuing kickoff. We may have a shootout on our hands. Trevor Morris takes this kickoff from the six-yard line, runs it all the way back into Houston Academy territory at the 35. That is where the Rebels will start this possession. He almost took it the whole way. You're right, Lance. He's got a lot of speed as he broke through that hole pretty quickly. Kickoff went down to about the five-yard line inside the 10, and he just got up ahead of steam, and he wasn't going to be stopped until he got into Raider territory. Now it will be first and 10 to the 35 as the Rebels take their first snap from scrimmage. Your quarterback is Dalton Carraway. He's from the shotgun. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it off right up the middle. Running back will fall forward for two or three yards. It's Dylan Carraway. Gets it to about the 32-yard line. It'll be second and seven. Good play by the defense. There's got a little penetration stopping from getting too far down there. Lance, uh, G.W. Long has gone to the spread offense this mm -hmm. year, and uh, so they're going to look to put the ball up a lot, maybe some opportunities for turnovers for Houston Academy. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Carraway is in the backfield. Dalton Carraway takes the snap a little bit high. He's going to hand it to Dylan right in the middle again. He finds a little room, gets it to the 25, maybe a first down there. We'll see where they mark it. Yeah, he bent that one back, found a whole stutter step out there, and then uh, picks up the first down. Looks like uh, they are going to move the chains. It'll be first and 10 at the 25. H.A. defense needs to uh, bow up here. They're going to reverse the, the uh, play here and put three to the right and one to the left here. The formation here is Caraway, just the same play right up the middle. He's going to run inside the 20, maybe inside. We'll see where they mark it. Back gain of about four or five yards for Dylan Carraway. Just a straight handoff dive play, Lance. H.A.'s got several guys back. They've got a safety high back there and a couple back guys deep. So uh, just opens up those running lanes here early in this game. he got four on that play. They'll mark it at the 21. That makes it second and six. As G.W. Long gets to the line of scrimmage, same formation almost as last, just a slight variation with Caraway to the right. It's a little run on to the left. He's going to try to get outside. Is he going to be able to get the edge? He breaks one tackle, gets inside the 20, tight ropes the sideline. They'll mark him out at the 17. He'll be a couple of yards short. Yeah, just a sweet play. He broke several tackles before he got to that sideline, tight rope down through there. Picked up yardage down to the 17. 
Nothing fancy thus far, Mark. They're just running a good They've got the defense spread out a little bit, and they're running the football. It's going to be third and two from the 17. 8.50 left to go here in the first quarter. H.A. scored first. It's 7 to nothing Raiders, but a long kickoff return has Jibby Long knocking at the door. Third and two. Here's a little motion. It's going to be an end around. Do we have a hold? We, we don't have a hold. That end around is going to get inside the 10-yard line, and Kobe Stringer is going to give the Rebels a first and goal. I thought we may have had a hold as they were trying to get around the end. I think we did have a hold. We just didn't have one called. As, uh, <laughs> like the GW Long player had a grasp of the jersey out there. I was watching Auburn LSU there for a minute. It's going to be first and goal. It uh, looks like they're going to mark it around the six, seven-yard line. Dalton Caraway is your quarterback. Here's the snap. It's going to be Morris. Morris is going to get inside. He's going to move forward inside the five to the two, maybe the one before he's tackled. We'll bring up second and goal. That's Trevor Morris. Just a methodical drive. Yeah. Yes, and they haven't put it up yet. For the run the spread offense, they have not put the ball in the air. They haven't had to. They've been making good yardage on the ground. That's absolutely right. They're using that spread formation just to create lanes instead of uh, trying to find passing or receiving matchups. Taking advantage of their speed versus that defense for Houston Academy. Second and goal, ball between the two and the three-yard lines. Here's Caraway again. Oh, we had a trick play there. It was Stringer, and did we have a... Do we have a fumble? I think we may have had a snap hit the guy in motion, and the ball rolled out, and it's been recovered by the Houston Academy Raiders. We're going the other way. That's right. Was that Max for Green? Applefield got the, got the fumble. But you're right. Uh, number eight, the uh, receiver for GW Long, came across the ball, hit him, and that was uh, uh, Kobe Stringer. Yep. And it uh, created a fumble and uh, a good play for Houston Academy. How about that? Uh, big, big play. That's another senior making a play there as, as Alex Applefield recovers that. And that makes it first and ten from the four for Houston Academy. They're going to just try to create some room here just to hand off up the middle. It uh, doesn't look like it'll get any yards, though. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it. Yeah, but you don't want to turn the ball over here. You just want to run some safe plays, and that's a safe play to bar out just a little bit. It gets it about the three, four-yard line. So the far end of the field from where we are, but I think the running back there was Giovanni Devine. It's good to see him. He's missed some time with an injury this year. Second and ten from the four. It'll be another handoff up the middle, and there's a fl- uh, stoppage of play before the snap, which usually indicates a penalty on the offense, but we haven't seen anything yet. Chase pointing toward them. Well, it's all the odds on GW Long. Must so have lined up in the neutral zone. That'll bring the ball out to around the nine-yard line, and it'll be second and, oh, about uh, four, maybe five from the nine. So far, the momentum plays, except for that kickoff return for GW Long, have all gone H.A.'s way. We'll see if they can get it out from uh, from the shadow of their own goal line here. Second and ten, Sheldon Ott from the shotgun. going to be another handoff and a little bit of room as Running back tries to get outside the 10 to the 11, still be a few yards short of the first down. Yeah, just a little counterplay as he got to the left side of that line and gets it a little bit closer. It's going to bring up a third down. Uh, 
Got to be careful here. If you're going to let Sheldon not throw the football, last week he threw the interception early. It's going to be third and three. Third down and three from about the 11. Line just needs to come off, get good penetration here, and drive that GW line back. Here is the odd still from the shotgun, one wide to the left, one to the right, strong side left. They're going to counter it and come back the other way, and it's not going to get anything. In fact, it may lose a yard. That will force a punt for the Raiders as the running back, uh, Giovanni Devine, just couldn't find any room there. Yeah, just too much penetration by the GW's long defense has uh, stopped them and lost yardage, as you said. Punt formation. That's not the worst thing you do is punt it from out of there. Very true. Uh, Justin Lutonby will be back, and when he lets it go, he'll be punting from about his goal line. Got to be careful uh, based on the kickoff return that we saw. Uh, looks like Kobe Stringer is back to field this punt. It's a line drive punt, and it gets almost gets past Stringer. Fields it as 44. Tries to get the edge. He's going to get into H.A. territory. He's going to fumble it out of bounds, though. Out of bounds. We'll see where they mark it, but it'll be somewhere around the 40-yard line of Houston Academy. Not a, not a bad result there. No, it was a good lick by the Houston Academy coverage team. But you're right. He was able to cut it off and uh, never got the got the steam going in Houston Academy. He knows in Houston Academy territory, they stopped him from having the big return. They'll mark it at the 39. 5:33 left to go here in the first quarter. Houston Academy leads seven to nothing. No heat timeout. Might even have to have a, a cold timeout. It's first and ten. Here's Dylan Caraway. He's going to pass for the first time. It's over the middle. It is. Is it intercepted? I believe it is. What a play. He caught that in his hands, and when he went down, he kept it in those tight grips. Austin Carpenter with the pick. It would look like a little stop play, and I don't know if the receiver took a step one way and Caraway thought he was going to go the other because the receiver went in, and I think Caraway threw it to the outside. He did, and Carpenter made a great diving catch and held on to it as he dove to the ground, so yet another turnover for the Rebels. That gives Houston Academy a first down to 30. Great, great catch there by by Austin Carpenter. One to the one wide to the right, one to the left. Here's Sheldon Ott. He's looking to pass for the for the first time as well. He's getting some pressure. He's just gonna have to let it go. I think he's trying to throw it out of bounds and he does just to avoid the sack. As uh, Brock Mitchell was out um, in the in the route, but I just think he was trying to throw that away. Yeah, I think you're right. Good play though on his part, not to take the sack, but just to get rid of it and throw it out, lift the Play another uh, down. Showed a good little arm there as well. Second and ten from the thirty. All if that was Houston Academy's first pass attempt. I think so. All the momentum plays thus far, for the most part, except for one kickoff return, all going HA's way. Here's Ott. He's going to fake that handoff again and look to throw. He doesn't have anything now. He's having to run away from the pressure. He's going to get to the thirty-one yard line which say they may give him a yard on that, and it'll be third and nine. Good job not trying to force the football out there as he picked up the yard, avoided the sack. But Lance, he's rolling out to his right. He's left-handed, and it's tough to get your body around to make that throw. And because uh, Houston Academy needs to try to give him a few moments to pass and protect him, they've got to keep everybody in, so you can only get one, maybe two receivers out of the route. He's, he's been sacked a lot, and I know he's uh, wanting to give her that football as quickly as he can. 440 and counting here in the first quarter. Houston Academy leads Giva Long 7 to nothing. Rebels have turned the ball over twice. Third and nine now. Here's Ott trying to find some time to throw. He's going to let this one go, and it's going to be overthrown as Ogletree over the middle 
Uh, it's just over his head, and the Raiders will punt the ball away. Yeah, he threw that too quick. Ogletree didn't have a chance to get down there and uh, just kind of got rid of it. Well, after all said and done, uh, the uh, Houston Academy actually gained a little bit of field position here, and that will put uh, Stringer back inside his 30 to try to field this punt from Judson, Liz- Judson Lizenby. Here's the snap. It's good going to try to angle that kick. It's a line drive. It's going to bounce. It's going to ride top to him right at the 30. Is he going to get outside to the 35? He does get outside the 40, the 45, and now he'll be angled out near midfield Will Kobe Stringer. That's where G.W. Long will take over. A lot of speed on that field for G.W. Long as he went all the way across the field to turn it up that far sideline. They'll say he went out at the 47, so that's where the Rebels will take over. First two possessions have ended with turnovers. I'm sure they can't make Coach Scott Horn happy. We'll see if they settle down here. You may see them go back to just running the football, then being GW Long. They had a lot of success on that first drive before the errant snap. Too wide to the right, too wide to the left. Dylan Carraway is your quarterback. He's going to try and he's going to hand it to East Dalton Carraway's quarterback. He's going to hand it to Dylan Carraway to the 45, 40, 35. He gets the edge inside the 30. Right around the 26-yard line goes Dylan Carraway. He finds, finds the edge. He made a false step like he was going inside and then uh, curved it back out to the outside, found the sideline. Again, a little like holding there by uh, G.W. Long is when the lineman tackled the Houston Academy lineman, but no flag by the officials. Maybe letting them play tonight. Uh, that's a first and ten for the Rebels at the HA 26, third possession for G.W. Long, third trip inside Houston Academy territory, but no points under right at four minutes now left to go here in the first quarter. Dalton Carraway hands it off to Trevor Morris. He's trying. He's in the backfield, and I don't think he's going to get the edge this time. He doesn't. He will work to get back to the line of scrimmage. Will Trevor Morris, good penetration, good pursuit by the Houston Academy Raider defense. Yeah, they did a good job of getting that penetration, and uh, the defense was able to get outside and keep him from turning that corner. Slowed him down enough with that first missed tackle that uh, he couldn't get to the corner. Good job of Houston Academy. As it looks like G.W. Long has a couple of guys that are pretty fast on the team and didn't let him get outside this time. Second and a long 10. Here is Dalton Carraway. He's going to try to throw. He throws over the middle. It holds up there. Is it caught? It looked like it was tipped and then caught. And what are they going to say? Yeah, it's caught. Wow, I thought we had an interception. It looks like we ended up with a touchdown as Dalton Carraway throws it into the end zone, and it is caught, I believe, is that Morris or Stringer? I can't quite tell. I believe it's Morris. But you're right, a uh, uh, HA defender came across and looked like he was going to intercept it, and it somehow found a GW long receiver. The uh, Raider safety saw the play coming, and he cut in front of the pass, and I thought he jumped up there, and I, I don't know if it just went through his hands and into the hands of the GW long receiver, but nonetheless, that's a touchdown, and the extra point is good. 3-11 left to go here in the first quarter. GW long ties it. 7-7 will be back in one minute with more high school football right here on the ball. Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? 
Station GMC. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. 685-3616. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Welcome back to North Cut Field, GW Long. Touchdown pass ties the game 7-7 here in the first quarter. 303 left to go. On the ensuing kickoff, the Raiders return it to the 31. And that's where Sheldon Ott will bring his team to take this first snap. Yeah, good field position as they were to get out to the 31-yard line. Now they got to answer this and uh, get back on top. One wide to the right, one to the left. Ott in the shotgun. It looks like a pistol formation. Here's some motion. Going to be a handoff. It's going to go for a couple of yards, maybe. I think that's Ogletree back there. It was Ogletree. It looked like he wanted to try to get outside, Lance, and he stutter-stepped and cut it back inside. Picked up a couple of yards. Second and eight from the 33. Lots of uh, lots of momentum plays here in, in this first quarter. It's been entertaining. 7-7 seven to seven is the score. Houston Academy with the ball. Second and eight from the 33. Here's Ott looking to pass. He throws a little Short pass to Feb Abba, but it's short, incomplete. That'll bring up third and long. Yeah, he didn't get enough on it. He had a little bit of pressure, but just didn't get enough over the defender to get it to the receiver. So we'll pass out in the flats, and he just uh, maybe quick-armed it, and it didn't quite get there. So yeah, he was open. It was a good play. Yes, uh, Abba was open on that play. On the 33-yard line, 41 is the line of the game for the Raiders. We're at the 33. 226 on that first quarter clock here from the pistol again is odd. He's going to fake the handoff, roll, throw. Scott, is he going to get the first down? He will. He gets over to the 43-yard line. Now the ball is on the turf. Did the, did the Raiders fall on it? They did, and it's right at the line to gain. So we'll see where the mark is here. But the reception was made. The run that we're, all the way to about the 43-yard line went Don Williams, but then the ball went on the turf and fumbled backwards. But they're going to say... Still enough for a first yeah, down. Yeah, it looked like he had fumbled it back and lost the first down, but the referees say first down, good play, wide open, nice run there. So he broke a couple of tackles to pick up that first down. Hadn't seen the tight end used very much this year, and uh, that reception was good for a first down. The Raiders maintain possession. One wide to the right, one to the left. Here's some motion for Ott. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it up the middle. And good defense for G.W. Long will stymie that at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they were to catch him right there at the line of scrimmage. He tried to go off the left side of that Houston Academy line. Jake Ogletree was the runner there, and uh, they'll give him about a half yard there, and the, it'll be second and nine from the 42. The A.K. Lions, he's got to take control here. They're big, and they can uh, they can flex their muscle a little bit if they want to. Same formation here for Houston Academy on the second and nine. Motion to the right. Faked Ogletree. Ott has to dodge someone. He's going to just let it fly, and he does. Iba, and it's over his head as there was some jockeying there at the 24-yard line, and it just went over everybody's head. 
Bet Bobber was the intended receiver, but good coverage there as well by Dylan Carraway. Ott oh, did a nice job, though, of getting away from the rush as uh, somebody had him uncontested, and uh, he was able to break free. Again, Roland here to his right had to get his body all the way back around to throw that football and just couldn't uh, get it to the receiver. We see down on the field as well, Banks Nichols, he has a brace on his right leg, and he uh, has a crutch as well. We saw him go down last uh, last week, I believe it was, and um, he he was a good receiver weapon there for Odd, and he's just not available in this game. Here's Odd looking to throw. He's got time. Now he's going to get uh, stacked and brought down for a loss. That's Connor Casey who gets in as Odd looked for his receiver, and then Casey broke through and stacked Odd, and that will force a punt. Odd's all the way back in his 28. That's where they'll mark it, and the Raiders will punt. Yeah, he just didn't have any time. He rolled right into that uh, defender. Did a nice job of just holding on the football, taking a sack, and punting out of there. Under 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Losing beat a punt. Good snap. A little bit more height on there, but it's going to bounce right in front of Stringer. He's going to field it at the 32. He's going to make a couple of people miss, try to get outside the 40, and he'll be tackled at the 43-yard line. That's where GW Long will take over. Yeah, he's dangerous every time he gets the ball in his hands. He did a nice job of picking up some yardage, and he's doing a good job of not letting that ball bounce by him, but picking it up on the bounce. Nine seconds left here in the first quarter, so more than likely one play here before they'll switch sides. E.W. Long comes off the sideline, ready to snap it. Dalton Carraway is your quarterback. Dylan Carraway is the running back next to him in the shotgun. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Here's Carraway. He's going to keep it. He's going to run to the right. It's well defended, and Dylan Carraway will fight for a couple of yards, but that's all to the 45. Yeah, nice defensive play as they held that edge over there. Didn't let him get outside as Carraway was brought down after a two-yard game. That is the final play of the first quarter. It's been an entertaining one. Houston Academy 7, GW Long 7. We'll be back with more action in one minute right after this. If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. Members of Wiregrass Electric Co-op are turning small coins into big change through Operation Roundup. By rounding up their electric bill, participating members help build playgrounds, send deserving students to college, help wounded warriors, equip firefighters, and so much more. As your trusted and preferred energy provider, WEC is proud to support our community and sincerely thank all who participate in Operation Roundup. Academy 7, GW Long 7. Like we said, sometimes it's difficult to get up for games like this. No playoff for AJ. It's cold outside. They really stepped up and played well in the first quarter. They really did. And you're playing for pride now. You're trying to build some uh, foundations for future teams, showing them that you don't quit, you just keep coming. Dalton Caraway passes to Dylan Caraway, but a great backfield tackle will result in a loss of about three yards on the play. 
as uh, just a little pass in the flat to, to the running back, and Jake Ogletree sniffed it out and made a very good open field tackle on Caraway. A couple of good defensive plays here in a row for Houston Academy. Got uh, G.W. Long in a third down and long. It's going to be third and 11 from the 42-yard line. They'll spread it out three wide to the right and one to the left. Here's Caraway dropped straight back. Immediate pressure in, in quite a hole there. That one they saw. So this is going to be caught by Stringer at the 43-yard line of Houston Academy, but it's coming back. We have a pretty obvious hole there as uh, Caraway tried to roll out here just right. Got out here in the in the flat and was able to complete the pass, but uh, an obvious holding call is going to bring it back. The officials did uh, call holding on the Rebels, so they'll move it back. It's 10 yards from the spot of the foul. We'll see where they wind up placing this. It'll bring up third and very, very long. Good opportunity for the HA defense to get off the field, give the ball back to the offense. They'll spot the ball on the 27. They have to get to the 47 of Houston Academy, so it's a third and 26 for the Rebels here, and I don't know what you do if you just play field position or if you try to chunk one up and see if your wide receivers can make a play. Here is Caraway, a little bit of a high snap, but he brings it down. He's going to let it go over the middle. It's going to be almost intercepted as that ball went slow over the middle, and Feb Abba broke on the ball, but it was just um, hit the ground just before he could get there. So good, uh, good defensive uh, possession there for Houston Academy, and now maybe they'll have some good field position. Absolutely. I've been impressed by the defensive backs, right, Jay? They've done a nice job so far tonight. I know they gave the touchdown pass, but the safety was there on that play. But they've done a good job of covering these – GW Long receivers. It, there they're going to make sure that it is fourth down as the uh, the down marker says third. I know they um, they had the holding penalty. I, I thought that that yeah. took place on third down. It did. Right. Third and 11, then a hold, and then this incompletion should make fourth. So they're going to talk about it, though. They're going to send both teams to the sidelines, and they're going to discuss which down it is, but I do believe it is fourth down. Oh, it's, it's definitely fourth down because you're right. It was third down and 11. They got the holding call. They just replayed that third down play. Now it's fourth down. That's correct. It resulted in the incomplete pass over the middle, and uh, the uh, the down marker did not change, and so they're, they're making sure that it is fourth down. And let's see what they, they end up telling both sides. Yeah, all the officials gathered up we have not seen the down marker change yet and it hasn't i think they're bringing the defenses the, the regular defense back out mark i think they're going to play another third down yeah, they're getting an extra down then well um regular defense for houston academy comes out the down marker stays third and here comes the offense for gw long so I guess you get an extra play when you hold. It's as cold as Colorado uh, tonight, and we, we saw we saw a game involving Colorado get five down. So let's see what happens here. Here's Caraway. He's getting some pressure. He stays in the pocket. He throws it down the sidelines. Receiver has a step, and he's going to play it down for a first down. Jump ball catch by Kaysen Long, and guess what? Because the first down. The Rebels have a first down, and the possession stays alive. Wow. That's a huge play and a huge mistake, I think, by the officials to give them that extra down. I'm telling you, I don't, I did not see Coach Riggs really adamant about that, but he is. Now he is. He is pointing 
uh, he's pointing to the official saying that's on you. It's first and 10 from the 42 of Houston Academy. Here's Carraway pass over the middle is short. It'll bring up second and 10 from the 42. Yeah, that pass didn't have a chance from the very beginning. He tried to throw a slant pass coming back in off that left side. He's not real tall, Lance, so it's hard for him to get that slant pass inside without any kind of throwing lane. Now the uh, Rebels are slowing it down a little bit, getting a call from the sideline. 10.30 left to go here in the second quarter. Houston Academy 7, GW Long 7. We had an extra down on the last set of downs that allowed the Rebels to pick up a third and 26. Here's Carraway again over the middle. It's overthrown as he tried to hit Chasen Long on a slant, and now it's third and 10. It's the same play as he just threw in the mm-hmm. dirt, but I think, again, because of his size, he tried to get that one up, and when he did, he got the tail of the ball down and the front of the ball up, and it just sailed on him. Indeed, and he double-clutched on it as well. I think we're going to have a timeout here by GW Long to talk about this third and 10 play. Are you sure it's third? <laughs> Damn marker says third. <laughs> but it did say third the other time when it was actually fourth, so I believe it's certainly third down now, and they're going to talk about this third down play. Well, it's, it's been a been a very eventful ball game thus far. We talked about how the way they had things set up in the Alabama High School Athletic Association, you don't play region games as a general rule the last week of the season because you want your playoff matchups to be set in case it rains on a weekend like right. this. And sometimes these games are difficult to um, to really find uh, an interest in. But uh, this has been an interesting game thus far. It really has. I've been really impressed the way that uh, H.A.'s come out here just battling them tooth and nail. You know, it's pretty easy to mail this one in. You're right. Mm-hmm. This, you don't have anything to play for. But uh, they have done a nice job of going toe-to-toe with G.W. Long in this first half. All right, here we go. Third and 10 from the H.A. 42. G.W. Long's talked it over. They're going to bring three wide to the right and one to the left. Dalton Carraway is your quarterback. Dylan Carraway is the running back next to him. Plenty of time on the play clock, so they'll look things over. Now they're ready as we're under 10 on the play clock. Here's the snap. It's a little bit high, but it's brought in. As Caraway's flushed out, he rolls to his right, throws it downfield. It's in. There's an intercepted tip and intercepted. Look who's back there, all the way back there to um, to get that. As it is that number 60, 50, 53, 35. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, that uh, Thomas Morris. Thomas Morris with the interception. Wow. Uh, there was about. Uh, three Raiders in the vicinity, but it was actually through the hands of the receiver and into Morris's hands, and yet another turnover for the Rebels. That is their third of the half. Yeah, Stringer had a chance to catch. It went through his hands, like he said, nice coverage, trailing it by Houston Academy. First and 10 for the 20s. Just a straight handoff from the eye. We'll gain about three yards, bring up about second and seven. Just a simple handoff. Just try to get a few yards there. It's going to be Giovanni Devine on the carry. They'll mark it at the 23. The line of scrimmage was the 20, so second and seven. You know, Mark, they had a lot of success in the first possession of the game just running Caraway, left, right, middle, and they did fumble inside the five, but since then they've thrown the ball an awful lot. They really have, which is surprising. Here's a handoff uh, to the left side. It's broken to the 40, the 50. It's Carpenter, and he's going to get 
tackled at the 20-yard line as Kobe Stringer catches Austin Carpenter. That was actually uh, Trevor Morris caught him. But, uh, wow, what a hole created by the Houston Academy offensive line. And there went Carpenter in the red zone at the 19-yard line, as they say. Another chunk play. Right. Yeah. Actually, a great play, well blocked. Once he got through that first line, there was nobody there. Got down that sideline. We just haven't had an opportunity to see that that much. It's good to see the uh, the running backs here for the Raiders getting some room to run. First and 10 from the 19. Here's Ott. He's going to throw in the flat. It's going to be caught by Burgreen. There's not a lot there. He may get a half yard out of it, but that's it. Yeah, a couple of GW Long defenders out there. and uh, But it just keeps them honest on defense, keeps them spread out a little bit. Brock Mitchell on the catch for the Raiders. They'll bring up second and nine from the 18. 8.47 and counting here in the second quarter. We're tied at seven. Got in the red zone here and also running some clock. Two good things for H.A. That's right. Carpenter is the running back next to Ott here in the shotgun. Ogletree is in motion. Here is Ott. He's going to turn around and fake it. And he's going to look to roll and throw. He does cross his body, and it falls short of the intended receiver, who I think was Bergerine. As it, that was, that would have been a tough throw to make. Yeah, it was a tough throw, but I think he was actually wanting to tie in the flat. He never got off the line of scrimmage. Just GW Long did a good job of jamming him. And when Ott got out there, there was nobody to throw as a safety valve, so he just had to try to get it as close as he could to the receiver running the post pattern. Yeah, there's a flag on the field that's holding. They're going to mark that off against the Raiders, so that will take it back as they march it back to the 28-yard line. So it'll be second, uh, second and 19. That's a huge penalty right yeah. there. Kind of takes them right out of the edge of scoring position. Ogletree and Bergering to the left here. Carpenter, the running back, they're going to throw another little out, and it's over the head of Bergering. Just uh, kind of like a bubble screen, and it just went over Bergerine's head. That'll bring up third and long. Yeah, had a blocker out there, but he looped it out there. That's one of those you just got to step and uh, throw it as hard as you can out there. You want to get it as fast as you can to that receiver. It's almost like a long handoff. Indeed. So now I don't know if you're trying to get get this first down in two plays or if you're trying to get 10 yards and try to kick a field goal or – or what you're trying to do is third and 19 from the 28-yard line. I think they're going to have to get it close to the 20-yard line to have a chance at a field goal. Here's Ogletree and, and Bergering to the left. Low snap, Ott gets it from the pocket. He throws. It is dropped at the 19-yard line as I think Bergering was trying to run before he uh, hauled it in and it just went through his hand. So he got ball by Ott there. So he got a plenty of steam on it, got it out there. But you're right, uh, Bergwin tried to turn it up before he caught it. They're going to try to kick a field goal here as Lizenby is in. Here we go. Uh, they'll they'll put the tee down at the 35-yard line. This is going to be a 45-yard field goal from the right hash. Got to be careful. You got to get it up. Right. Get this one blocked because it's so long and uh, give GW Long an opportunity to return it back. They had to run that field goal unit out there, so three seconds, two seconds, and it's off. Here's the snap, the hold, the kick. It's a drive. It is no good off to the left, but a pretty good effort there from Jetson Lizenby, but no good, and the Rebels will take over. 
right there. We're just under eight minutes here in the first half. We got nothing to lose there, Lance. Yeah. I mean, it's last game of the season. It's uh, you're not going to the playoffs, and you want to do everything, take all the stops out here tonight to win this football game. So I like the decision. Sure. They're putting the ball back at the 20-yard line. Yeah, that's actually a high school rule. Uh, okay. So you really don't have anything to lose that way. I'm not sure why that's still a rule in high school, but it is. One wide to the left, two to the right for G.W. Long from the 20-yard line. Dalton Carraway is your quarterback. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Dylan Carraway up the middle. Finds a little room to the 32-yard line. It'll be a first down for the Rebels. Yeah, I think you're going to see a steady diet of run plays. We've got a flag, I believe, and it is going to be a procedure penalty against uh, G.W. Long, so erase that Dylan Caraway run. Yeah, G.W. Long has uh, had some problems here in this first half. They've got three turnovers, and then they've been penalized several times that have marked, marked them back. So it'll be first and 15 from the 15. The execution, I'm sure, is not what uh, what Coach Scott Horn would have wanted here with playoffs looming next week, and they are on the road. Especially coming off two losses, yeah. they really want to get things going, I think, tonight. Here's Caraway again, and he's going nowhere. He's going to be hauled down right at the line of scrimmage. That was a nice play there as H.J. got some penetration with Wiggum in there, number 67. Cade Wiggum, he's a sophomore. I hauled Caraway down at the line of scrimmage at second and 15. He just put his big paw out there and brought him down. Sure did. Interesting to see with the turnovers that GW Long's committed in this half. If they if they try to keep it conservative here, it is a run up the middle. It's not going to get much, maybe three yards. And I think that was Caraway. And it'll bring up third and very long. Another good, nice game tackle by that uh, Houston Academy defense. There's uh, about three or four Raiders in there to bring him down. They're getting the call from the sideline now, spreading it out, way out. Two wide to the left and two to the right. Plays on the wristbands as they look down for the formation and the play. Approaching the halfway point of the second quarter, we're tied at 7-7. Here's Caraway. He's going to have to let it go quickly. It's caught at the 35, the 40-yard line. First down, really good. That slant worked that time as it was Stringer, I believe, Kobe Stringer with the catch. Stringer with the catch. It was open, but he threw it behind him. Stringer did a nice job of turning his body and I'm snagging that ball and then getting up the field. That will put the ball at the 41-yard line and keep that drive alive. It opens up the playbook a little bit more. It does. Now. They got it outside the 40-yard line. Two wide left, two to the right. Caraways are in the backfield. Dalton takes the snap. He's going to drop straight back, throw it over the middle. It's caught by Whitehead to the 50, the 45. He'll bore his way into the 40-yard line of Houston Academy as Hunter Whitehead hauls in the reception on just a shallow cross. Yeah, just a crossing route. They came across where the linebackers would be. Nobody would able to pick him up. And he had enough speed to get around the edge over there and pick up good yardage. 41-yard line of Houston Academy is the line of scrimmage. Clock 
clock is uh, they stayed in bounds, so the game clock is running. They're going to stack those wide receivers to the left and two to the right. Here is handoff up the middle to Carraway. He's going to try to get outside. He does. He gets inside the 35-yard line. We'll see where they mark him out of bounds. They'll say he went out about the 30. That's probably good for a first down. Yeah, they got a corner over there, and he was able to get around it and uh, picked up good yards first down on the play. Kind of looked like that uh, play wasn't going to work, and then Carraway found a little alley and got to the edge and made something happen. As we said, Scott Horn went to this spread offense this year, said it's attracting more players to come out this year, more athletes. They are spreading it out here to the left, to the right. Dalton Caraway drops back. He's got some pressure. That shot across, he wasn't expecting it, was the receiver, and it almost hit him in the head, and then it was almost intercepted as Stringers was not expecting that. Yeah, he never saw that one coming as he put his hands up at the last second, but you're right. It almost hit him right in the face mask. Second and 10 from the 30-yard line. Second quarter clock stops at 5.02. Still 7-7 here. Here is Carraway. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it to Carraway. And Carraway's going to get inside the 20-yard line. Close to a first down is Dylan Carraway, the running back. And uh, we'll see if they give him the first down. Yeah, well blocked. Played there by mm-hmm. GW Longs. It was just a... Uh, quick play hitter up in the middle. They Nothing fancy yeah. about it. It is a first down, so first to 10 from the HA20 for GW Long. If you can be just successful enough in that passing game, Mark, that does open up that run a lot more. Absolutely does, because it makes you have to stay back if you're the defensive backs and safeties. You can't walk up to that line of scrimmage. Six seconds on the play clock. Here is Carraway. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it to, uh, I think that is uh, Morris, and he's going to get about uh, three, four yards to the 16-yard line as the running back there was Trevor Morris. Now you got to watch for Carraway pulling it out and then trying to, That's right. to do a uh, run around the left, or the, yeah, the left side of it. They tried that once, and H.A. defended it well, but they may go back to it again. Well, what you do is you sneak a receiver out there and give him an option when he gets out there. The little uh, Nick Marshall, uh, Nick Marshall play, you saw that a lot when he was at Auburn. Second and six from the 16. Dalton Caraway dropped straight back. He's going to throw it up for grabs. Is he going to step in the end zone? No, it's it's incomplete. It was a jump ball, and uh, H.A. had about a 66% chance of bringing that down as you had two Raiders in one level jumping up for that one, and it fell to the turf. It looked like it went through the hands of the GW Long player and then through the hands of the H.A. player. That uh, That's a dangerous uh, throw right there and could have well gone the other way and been at GW Long's fourth turnover of the half. 3.45 now, third and six from the 16. Caraway turns, throws in the flat. There's room there, the 10, the 5, blowing his way toward the end zone. A stringer, I think he's going to be brought down at the 1, but that was a well-designed play. It was. It was meant to go outside, but he saw that opening in the middle, and he just turned it back up and just got up ahead of speed and went in there as hard as he could. First and goal from the 1, 3.34 on the game clock here in the second quarter and running. A lot of options here now on first and goal. Wouldn't be so well. I don't see. Uh, I don't see Dylan Caraway in here. Uh, Morris is now your running back next to Dalton Caraway in the shotgun. They're going to turn around and hand it to him, and there he goes. He's going to be met in the backfield. I think he's going to lose a yard or two. Will Trevor Morris, uh, Thomas Morris, is in there, and a couple of other Raiders too, to uh, 
Yeah, they're going to mark that as a that three. That field got great penetration as he was back there, and I believe that uh, Marshall's in there, too, as you said. It's a combination of a slow-developing play and good penetration by the Raiders getting in the backfield. That play didn't really have a chance. Yeah, you, you think with Morris's speed that you try to get him on the corner. Second and goal now from the three. Let's see if they try to do something different here. They're going to hand it to Powell. He's going to keep it as Dalton Carraway, and that's the play we just talked about. He faked the Dylan Carraway, carried the ball on the right end. Easy, easy saunter into the end zone for the touchdown. Well designed. We we just said a couple of plays ago that they were going to go to that. H.A. defended it the first time pretty well, but that time they caught H.A. sleeping, and Caraway takes it in from three yards out for the touchdown. All the linemen went one way, and then Caraway pulled it out and went the other way on the right side. It makes it 13-7. to 2.30 is showing on the second quarter clock. Here's the extra point as it is marked off. Now they're ready. Snap's good. The hole's good. The kick is a line drive right through the middle. So, 2.30 left to go in the second quarter. G.W. Long, 14, Houston Academy, 7. We'll be back in one minute right after this. A message from All In Credit Union. Throughout our communities, there are hundreds of charities making a dramatic difference in people's lives every day. To help these vital community partners, All In Credit Union is, once again, giving back to the community with one of several grants of up to $100,000 in assistance. To apply, complete the online application at allincu.com slash grant. Applications must be received by 5 o'clock November 1st, 2019. All In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. Welcome back. Swift kick goes right to an H.A. receiver at the 30. He's going to carry it up to the 37, 38-yard line. That is where the Raiders will begin this possession as uh, Drew Marshall. Just went right to the edge by Drew Marshall. Yeah. That ball had some steam on it, and he just reached up there and grabbed it and kept it from bouncing and brought it up to the 38-yard line. So let's see what can happen here. 2.23 showing on the second quarter clock. 14-7 GW long. H.A. shown some offensive movement here in this half. Only one touchdown, but they have moved the ball. Here's an inside handoff to Seb Abba, but there's a whistle before the snap, and there'll be a timeout at GW long. GW long. Wow, I thought... Yeah, that's why they called it, I guess, because I thought maybe that play was going to work, and Scott Horn gets a timeout just before the snap. So they'll talk it over as uh, it will be Houston Academy's first offensive play of this possession. That happened to Houston Academy last week as they went to do that reverse, and I think there was a penalty that stopped it, and they showed their hand a little bit. Came back later and ran it, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was a quick call by Scott Horn to get the timeout, a good call by him as he saw something in the lineman he didn't like. And it's a good play, really, for Houston Academy to see if they can get something going here on this last offensive possession. You never know. They popped a couple already. And uh, we'll see what happens. They call timeout to talk it over to G.W. Long's defense. Yeah, it's, uh, it's reverse, but it's a tight reverse, mm-hmm. land, so you don't have to try to get to the corner and outrun them because 
G.W. Long's got a lot of speed on defense, and you're not going to beat them too many times. Even if you fool them for a second or to a count, uh, they're going to have enough speed to be able to catch back up, I think. But running a tight uh, reverse has a good opportunity yeah. to make some good yardage. They have talked it over, and now they're going to change the formation. GW uh, Houston Academy will take two wide to the wide. Here's Odd. Brock Mitchell in motion. They fake it to him. Odd's going to drop back and let it fly over the middle. Two over three is tipped away. Tipped away at the 30-yard line. Good defense there by uh, Trevor Morris. Was uh, I mean, That pass was, was going to be there, and Morris made a good play on it. Well, he had him there, Lance, and had him, had him behind the defense. And I think what he did is he tried to pull the string because he overthrew a couple early. He didn't want to overthrow him that time which I think if he'd have put a little more air on that one, he could have got him to run under Second and 10 from the 38. Same formation here for Houston Academy. Here's that inside handoff. It's to Brock Mitchell. He almost got by the second level there, but it's going to be tackled at the 46. Gain of about seven yards there uh, as uh, Mitchell almost got past that. Man, if he did, he had a lot of yeah, He had one guy to beat and uh, did a nice job of getting to the second level, but uh, you're right, just one more man to beat, and he could have been in business. Less than two minutes here in the second quarter now. Third down, it's a fumbled snap, and now Odd's just going to have to sit on it right there, and he will. That'll be a loss back to the 40-yard line and forced punt. Yeah, when he went to pick it up, he picked it up off his knee, and he was down right there. That's right. Timeout called by GW Long. Yep, so they've got 145. I don't think they have any timeouts left now. So uh, they'll have to make something happen without the benefit of those timeouts in this final 145. Yeah, Scott Horn wants to get a cheap score here. I say cheap. I don't mean about cheap. It's not a wide score. But, you know, just pick up one quickly here before halftime because he gets the ball to start the second half. Indeed. So they'll punt from their own 40 as the Rebels and the e and the Raiders are still talking this over, but you're probably looking for that uh, that punt to go somewhere around the 30-yard line of GW Long, and then we'll see what I think Trevor Morris is going back to field this punt. We'll see what he does with it. Yeah, he's been doing a good job of those rugby-style punts. Can't tell if that's a six or an eight. If that's eight, that's Kobe Stringer back there. I believe that is Stringer. <clears throat> Here is the kick from Lizenby. It's going to bounce at the 35 and angle out of bounds. And it's a good kick. It's going to go out of bounds about the 23-yard line. You couldn't ask for anything better from Justin Lizenby. So they did a nice job of placement where they got it to roll down that sideline and go out of bounds. So if they're going to do it, they're going to have to go 70, uh, 77 yards in a minute and 35 seconds. And they've already turned the ball over three times. I'm fixing to say that good opportunity to get a turnover for your Houston Academy is they're going to go strictly to the air, I would think. Dalton Caraway is your quarterback. Dylan Caraway is the running back. Here we go. He drops back. He's got pressure already. He's, he rolls away from it. There's nothing there. Now he throws it. It's going to be... In a, incomplete as it was just a little bit behind Hunter Whitehead and again threw his hands and almost into the hands of another Raider defender. Houston Cabby did a nice job of uh, covering the slant. That's what he wanted was that slant pass right up when he got the ball and when that was covered up by H.A. He tried to roll out looking downfield and uh, 
tried to make something out of nothing, but almost got a turnover on it. Second and ten now. Clock stopped with 126 showing here in the second quarter. Here's Dalton Carraway. Again, the line of scrimmage is 23. He drops straight back. He's getting pressure. He's going to throw it over the middle. It's going to be caught. No, it's going to be dropped by Whitehead. He was looking to run again. He he had some room there if he'd hauled that one down, and I think he was looking at what he had to uh, field the survey, and he just uh, saw it drop to the turf. Yeah, you're right. He did. He had some uh, green grass in front of him. He could have got to the sideline. Because, again, they put uh, good pressure on the quarterback there. Uh, Caraway. All of a sudden, third and ten, and only 20 seconds have come off this clock. Dalton Caraway takes the uh, snap. He's going to drop straight back, looking for a screen. It's going to be hauled in by Dylan Caraway, and he's going to be hauled down with a loss of about four yards there as it just didn't have a chance. A.J., a great job of sniffing that out, not going all out on the attempted sack of Caraway, but holding back. A.J. calls their timeout a minute seven ago with an opportunity to maybe put some points on the board here. It does make you wonder, because you didn't have any. You're already up a score. Now, all of a sudden, you you have a possession where you go backwards five or six yards and puts uh, Houston Academy in a really advantageous position if they can feel this all right and get some positive yards. It really does. And if you're H80, you try to put some pressure on the mm-hmm. punter, see if you can block one. 107 now showing here in the second quarter. GW Long leads Houston Academy 14-7. to Has GW Long punted something? I don't think they have. They turned it over or scored. Right. Yeah. I got an extra down. Didn't happen. <laughs> that too. Uh, Brock Mitchell is going to be back to field this W long punt at his 45 yard line. Just make sure he doesn't let it get past him. Yeah, keep it in front of you. Don't try to make the hero catch. Be careful with that. But if you can field it cleanly, see what you can do. Good snap. Look, he is blocked. The kick is blocked, and it's going to fall at the 35-yard line. Let's see who got to it. I'm trying to see. The numbers are just very difficult to see here, but it looks like number – help me out here. Number 86? 85. 85? Uh, We don't have any other one. Here we do. Jaden Gilbert? Jaden Gilbert, yes. I think, I think that was Jaden Gilbert who got in there and got a hand on it and helicoptered out. That's going to be about a 15-yard punt, and that gives A.K. the ball at the 36-yard line, 59 seconds showing here. Here's Sheldon Ott from the 36. He's going to hand it to Max Burgery. Burgery looks to throw. He's got a receiver, but all he can do is leave it up in the air, and that's intercepted. Yeah, he could get anything on. That looks like Morris. Morris now is trying to find something. He may be hauled down by the face mask, but he's still running. 40-yard line, and now he's taken down, and that is quite the eventful play. Uh, Bergreen had the receiver, had him, but he was, as soon as Ott handed it to Bergreen, Bergreen was being uh, harassed by a GW Long defender, and he just couldn't get into a position to let the ball go. By the time he did, all he could do was chunk it up in the air. Yeah, he couldn't step into it, and when he did, he threw it falling back and got nothing on it, and uh, they didn't call the face mask, so it looked like that Morris got Maybe it was his jersey. Uh, we're, we're pretty far away, so nonetheless, first and 10 from the 39, 41 seconds now showing. They're still going to throw it. Maybe a little pass out in the flat. Going to go for uh, 
maybe about uh, six, six yards or so. 33 seconds now. It's not like they're in any, any hurry right now. I'll mark it at the 45. Looks like we got out of bounds. Uh, the uh, Rebels did, and you're right, they just stopped the clock. Line of scrimmage at the 45. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Here's Caraway. He's going to throw that same flat pass. It's going to be caught by Stringer. He's got a little running room there. 40, inside the 40 to the 39-yard line. They'll move the chains and stop the clock while the chains are moved. 23 seconds showing on the clock now. Yeah, that's good right there. They kept him in bounds. The clock will run as soon as he gets the first down marker set. Well, they're, they're already running it. And the, and the chains are not set. Uh, 16, seven seconds to run off here. Uh, here is Caraway. He's going to chunk it down the field. It's a jump ball as a GW long receiver fell down and it went over the head of Max Bergering. Seven seconds now, Shell. Yeah, Bergering's in good position down there, and that ball was short. Almost able to pick up the fourth turnover in this half. So you're looking at uh, either another chunk toward the end zone or, or a quick, quick, quick throw to the sideline to get five or six more yards. 7.2 seconds showing on the second quarter clock. From the 39, here's Caraway. Takes the snap, drops straight back. He's got time. He lets it go over the middle and deep and over everybody's head. Ball falls harmlessly into the end zone. That is the final play of a very eventful and entertaining first half of football in this regular season finale. Your score, GW Long 14, Houston Academy 7. And we'll have a lot to talk about when uh, when we come back to, to break down this first half as we just didn't know what to expect from this ball game. It being uh, a non-region game with Houston Academy not entertaining any playoff notions. GW Long already thinking about that most likely, but it's been entertaining. We will take a three-minute break, and when we come back, we'll talk about it right after this. go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aw. Okay, I'm out. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Miss Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. 
Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? GMC. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back to Northcutt Field, 14-7 GW Long Leach Houston Academy. We're being entertained by the Houston Academy Raider Red Dance Team. Let's, let's do this. Let's take a uh, another two-minute break, and when we come back, we will talk some more high school football right here on the ball. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. 685-3616. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. A proud supporter of local high school football. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight. At the cellar. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is more than a power provider. We are a dedicated member of this community, and we care about the education and development of our young people. That's why WEC is a proud sponsor of our local athletic programs. High school sports teach our youth teamwork, dedication, and leadership. As your trusted, preferred energy provider, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is focused on developing leaders today who will make our community better tomorrow. 
back. We are at halftime here at North Cutfield. UW Long leads Houston Academy 14-7. We've been entertained by the Houston Academy Raiderette dance team, the marching band getting ready to take the field. They honored the Class 1A, 3A state championship tennis team at halftime as well. And the football team is hanging in there with a, with a team that's headed to the playoffs in GW Long. It's been a good half of football for the Raiders, and we'll see what they can do in the second half. It really has, Lance. They got off to a quick start. They've had a couple of explosive plays, and that's what's been missing this year in their offenses. They had a couple of really good runs on that first drive, set up the touchdown. They go up 7 to nothing. The good thing, though, is they've got three turnovers. They've done a nice job defensively, and that's what they're going to have to have to stay in this game. They're going to have to get turnovers, and they're just going to have to continue to, to just work the ball down the field. Uh, hadn't been able to get a lot of passing going, but they've attempted some passes, which keeps the defense honest, keeps them back a little bit. But the good thing, Lance, is it's just a seven-point game. If they can keep it with a one-score deficit, then you know they're one play away from tying it up. Absolutely. The uh, two main storylines in this game, the first one is the turnovers that you mentioned. G.W. Long has turned the ball over three times. The second one is the chunk plays. For Houston Academy, Max Bergreen with a long one to start the game. First play from scrimmage. That set up Houston Academy's score. And then Austin Carpenter had another one later on in the first half. And we haven't seen that too much from Houston Academy of this season. But it's good execution. They haven't really beaten themselves too much with pre-snap penalties and things like that. So they've played a pretty clean ball game. And they're staying fairly well on their assignments on defense as well. Staying within themselves, you're right, doing a nice job being disciplined on the defense defensive side of the ball. And uh, they're just you know, doing a good job here. And like we said, we didn't know what you would get coming into a game like this, nothing to play for. But, you know, it's pride. You, yep. you, you're playing for the name on your jersey, and they've got a rich tradition here. And uh, they certainly want to start to build a block now to, to turn this program back around. And there's no doubt that uh, Coach Riggs will get it turned around. But uh, – some of those youngsters are seeing these seniors out here fighting hard, even though they're coming at one and eight on the season. They do. They honored the uh, seniors uh, for the different programs here at Houston Academy, including the football players. So a lot of these, practically all of these players, will be putting on the uniform for the last time, and uh, that's going to be special to them. And I, you can tell that they've really gone out and played hard tonight. Here's how the scoring went. Uh, Jake Ogletree got things started with a five-yard touchdown run early in the first quarter. It was set up by that long Max Bergreen run, 7 to nothing Houston Academy. GW Long came back late in the first quarter with a 30-yard touchdown pass from Dalton Carraway to Hunter Whitehead. 3-11 left to go in the first quarter. That one was almost intercepted, but Whitehead came away with a good catch in the end zone. Then it's 7-7 then. And then uh, Dalton Carraway for the quarterback keeper late in the second quarter, a three-yard touchdown run. That made it 14-7, to and that's where we are right now. You know, you know, G.W. Long, Lance, comes in here with that spread offense that they put in this year with Coach Scott Horn. But they're not intimidating with the throw with the football. I mean, they don't, they don't scare you uh, with what they can do. They're efficient. Maybe it's probably the best work for what they do when they throw the football. But uh, – it looks like they do better when they run the football than they have in this first half. So if you're Houston Academy, you got to take that run away from them and force Caraway to throw the football. He uh, he doesn't do as well in the pocket. Again, he's not real tall, so it's hard to get the ball out of there. And uh, one of the the short crossing routes we saw, the receiver, the ball was on him before he knew it, and I think it was because it came out low. 
and uh, he never saw it come out till it came off the helmets of uh, above the helmets of the Houston Academy defense. So, uh, you know, you just got to make sure you just shut that run down and make Caraway have to beat you with his arm, and, and I don't know that he can do that. That's a good point, and it'll be interesting to see how both teams come out in the second half. G.W. Long will get the ball to start the third quarter. We're at halftime. The Houston Academy Raider Band still entertaining the home crowd here on this chilly, chilly night to end the regular season. A lot of schools take this last week as a bye week, as an idle week. There's not a ton of football going on in the Wiregrass, but there is some. We'll give you some scores coming up in just a minute, and we'll try to take a look at the playoff matchups for Wiregrass teams. We'll do that after this two-minute break right here on the ball. A message from All In Credit Union. Throughout our communities, there are hundreds of charities making a dramatic difference in people's lives every day. To help these vital community partners, All In Credit Union is, once again, giving back to the community with one of several grants of up to $100,000 in assistance. To apply, complete the online application at allincu.com slash grant. Applications must be received by 5 o'clock November 1st, 2019. All In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1888-6. 1818. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 7940111 Com. Welcome back to North Cutfield. We're at halftime. GW Long leads Houston Academy 14 to 7. Not many games going on in the Wiregrass. Uh, there is one up at the Crampton Bowl. Dothan travels to Jeff Davis and leads 18 to nothing at the half. Also at halftime, Headland leads Abbeville 8 to 2. It's, uh, it's a couple of Grand Slam home runs <laughs> uh, for, for the Rams in that battle of Henry County Schools. Do you have any others for us, uh, Mark? I do. Laverne is on top of Op, 13 to nothing. Of course, Op next week will have to go play Flomington in the first round of the playoff. Highland Home over Houston at County, 34 to 6 at the half. Highland Home had to, of course, forfeit a bunch of games this year. Pike County leads Sweetwater. 18 to 7 at the half, and I believe that game is up in Brundage. Theodore over Enterprise, 21 to nothing in the second quarter. No score reported between Sampson and 
New Brockton. And that is one that does have playoff implications. I was looking for that one as well, and we don't have a score on that one yet. Last night, Slocum took care of Geneva County 49-42. to I tell you what, Lance, Geneva County probably averaged close to 50 points a game offensively, but they gave up 60, I think, defensively. Very, so. very close. A uh, couple of big uh, games last night for Emmanuel Henderson for Geneva County. He's the uh, running back for the um, for the Hartford team that has an offer now from South Carolina. He put up something like 327 yards on 30 carries, but Jaden Nobles for uh, for the opponent, 248 yards last night. So if you want to watch some uh, some offensive action, you wanted to check out Geneva County this this season, that's for sure. Now let's see if I can give you a, uh, best I can tell, a rundown of the teams that are in the playoffs here. Most of the matchups that we know. Here, let me tell you what we don't know. We don't know who Dothan's going to play. That's a nine-team region that they're matched up against in the first round of the playoffs. And so they have games tonight that will determine who that will be. You're talking about Daphne, Blunt, Spanish Fort, uh, those types of teams. We just know that Dothan will host. We don't know who yet. That's the important thing. Dothan will host next week. You don't want to have to travel over to Mobile. You want them to come to you. That's correct. We also don't know how it's going to shake out with Samson and New Brockton. They are playing tonight. Uh, Luverne and Goshen have wrapped up the two top seeds in Class 2A Region 3. Samson and New Brockton are playing tonight. The winner will finish third in that region and will travel. But the loser could wind up with a fourth-place finish or, depending on what else happens tonight, may get knocked out altogether. So for Samson and New Brockton, win and you're in. That's right. So those are the things that, that are still up in the air. Uh, we've got several teams that will be hosting, including the Rehoboth Rebels, to host a playoff game in Class 5A. It's great for that school. That really is. They've done a nice job this year. They're going to host uh, Jackson. Uh, we, as we mentioned, we don't know who Dothan's hosting. Rehoboth will host Jackson. Uh, Pike County will host T.R. Miller. Providence will host Bayside Academy. Ayrton will host Chickasaw. Abbeville will host J.U. Blackshirt. Goshen will host Thorsby. And Elba will host Marengo. Several teams going on the road, including Enterprise. They're going to the number one ranked team in the state in McGill-Tulin. Charles Henderson travels to Faith Academy. Dale County travels to UMS Wright, the defending state champion in that classification. In Class 3A, Geneva goes to Mobile Christian. Op goes to Flomaton, defending state champions. G.W. Long, which we're following tonight, will, tr- will travel to Cottage Hill Christian, and Daleville will make the trip that some Wiregrass team makes every every year and goes to Leroy. <laughs> in AISA, Northside Methodist will go to Tuscaloosa Academy. That's a long trip. Lakeside to Escambia and Abbeville. Uh, will Abbeville Christian will go to Southern Academy. So, awful lot of teams there, and good luck to all of them. Absolutely. And it's all about matchups when you get to the playoffs. It's, you know, it's how you match up with the team. Obviously, you've got a better chance if you're hosting than if you're traveling that first week. But uh, you're right. Good luck to all those teams. And, uh, you know, if you get in the playoffs, it's the second season. You never know what can happen. Indeed. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to following and hoping that all of our teams can make as deep a run as possible. When you're talking about teams that you've seen that 
that could really, really, really make a deep run. I don't think you can ever count out Dothan with the offense that Dothan has. Now, they've played sloppy the past three weeks. They've got to get back playing more crisp football. But because they are a 7A-sized school playing a 6A classification, you definitely give them a chance. Right, especially in that first round. And if you get past that first round, then, you know, anything anything can happen. Again, it's just who they match up with in that second round. Typically, if you host in the first round, you're going to travel that second round game. So, uh, a lot of it depends on where they have to go and who they play. Pike County, we, we have seen this year, they are a tough, tough, tough football team. They always are. Not necessarily big in numbers, but uh, they all look about uh, uh, ready to uh, enter some CrossFit competition. So, they're... <laughs> They're always ready to play, so I would keep an eye on them as well. I, I think they've got a shot at uh, winning the state championship in 3A. They've got three really good running backs, Reynolds. Then you've got uh, the Mahan brothers that are out there, and they can, uh, they're can they pretty interchangeable, and they, they rotate them out a lot, so they keep them fresh. But uh, you're right, not a lot of numbers, but uh, they, they've shown they don't need a lot of numbers. No, absolutely. Uh and then another, a uh, couple other teams just to keep an eye on. Ayrton's had a very good season, eight and two. They go on the road, and uh, I'm sorry, they host Chickasaw, and Chickasaw has got a good record, and they may have played a tough schedule as well. So that'll be a, a game to keep an eye on next week. And um, I think anytime you've got Jalen White on your team, which Daleville does, leading rusher in the nation, uh, you, you're going to give them a chance. And Daleville's just seven and three on the season, but. Uh, Nobody's been able to stop him all year practically. That's right. With him on, in that backfield, I mean, he's just one step away from going the distance at any play. So uh, you're right. If, if they can get in a, a good matchup where they can uh, you know, score with somebody, they they got a good chance of making the second round. We are primed to bring you next week uh, playoff high school football with Providence and Bayside Academy. That is what we are scheduled to bring you next week on the ball. So we hope you'll stay tuned for that. Right now they're – Warming up here as we're getting ready to start the third quarter very shortly. So we'll take this two-minute break. When we do, we'll be ready for third-quarter action right here on the ball. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? Action Buick 
GMC. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back to North Coast Field. We're almost ready for third quarter action here with GW Long leading Houston Academy 14 to 7. When we do get underway here, the Rebels will have the first possession of the third quarter. First cold snap of the year always feels a lot colder than it actually is, and it's actually pretty cold. So it it's feels real chilly. cold. Yeah, it's chilly out there. It's peanut festival time. I think cold weather always comes around when it starts. No doubt about it, uh, for sure. And who knows? It, I think uh, I saw a tweet earlier today where it was 100 degrees on October the 1st and 37 degrees on October <laughs> 31st in Dothan. So that is that shouldn't be surprising to anybody. No, you're absolutely right. But 24 minutes. I mean, yeah, 24 minutes to go here in this season with Houston Academy and. Uh, you know, for some of them, it'll be the last time they put the uniform on. And I'm sure Coach Riggs talked about that, especially to the seniors, that you've got 24 minutes to make memories. And uh, I bet most people remember their last high school football game. And with a team like Houston Academy that has only won one game this year, you really, really, really want to do try to find a way to make some memories here yeah, in the last do. 24 minutes. Absolutely. You want to book in the season. You start it with a win and end it with a win. And that. That helps the offseason uh, go a little easier than having to go in with a nine-game losing streak. Judson Lizenby will kick things off from his own 40. We're ready for third-quarter action here. Several Rebels back deep to carry this back, including Kobe Stringer and uh, Dylan Carraway and Trevor Morris. Almost have to pick poison with those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Got to be careful where you kick that one. They did uh, bring one back pretty deep earlier in the game. Here's Lizenby. The kick is a stripper. It's going to hit a Rebel, and it's going to be recovered by a Rebel at the GW Long 40-yard line. So that could have been uh, disastrous for GW Long to start this. Yeah. I'm not sure if that was an onside kick or if he just kind of mishit the squib kick. They'll mark the ball at the 40. So on the first possession of the game, we saw G.W. Long keep it on the ground. They ran it with Dylan Carraway. They had a short field. They fumbled inside the five, and then they've thrown in a lot since then from the spread offense. We'll see what they do here. Dylan Carraway's your quarterback. He's going to hand it to Dylan. He's going to try to get outside. He will, and he'll get to about the 45-yard line. He'll give about five yards here on this first carry. Yeah, I think you're going to see 90% run here in the second half unless something drastic happens and GW Long finds themselves behind. But I think they're just going to try to run the football, run some time off that clock. And when you transition to a different kind of offense, sometimes it's not necessarily crisp during the transition. and. It's going to get there, I think, for GW Long, but there's still some execution issues. Here's a long pass from Caraway to Stringer, and it just hangs up just long enough for Houston Academy to knock it down. Drew Marshall gets there as uh, Trevor Morris was streaking open there. 
Caraway saw him and just couldn't get the ball to him and yeah. he didn't have enough arm to get it down there and uh nice job by Houston Academy, the defender there, not giving up on the play, getting there and knocking it away. So a uh, good play there by Drew Marshall to knock that that ball away as uh, Morris was open, but the uh, ball couldn't get there in enough time to not allow Marshall to close the gap there. Third and about five. Here's a little pitch. Is it intercepted? No, it's knocked down by Max Bergerine, and that will force a GFB long run. Those plays are initially open, Mark, but it's just it, in, in high school football, it's hard to be quick enough to get the ball out as soon as it needs to be, and that again allowed Bergerine to make the play. Absolutely right. you got to get it cocked back and snap it quick out there. And uh, Caraway does not have a real strong arm, and so it takes it a little bit to get out there, and Bergerine did a nice job of jumping that route. One of the hardest things to do in in high school football is to teach uh, quarterbacks and receivers to be on the same page. It's really difficult timing. That's a good punt by GW Long. It's going to go to the 16, and it will be returned to about the 24. That's where Houston Academy will begin this possession. Great defensive stand to start the second half by Houston Academy. Now the offense has got to get something going. Most of their success has been running the ball inside. They had two explosive plays in that first half where they broke them past that initial line of scrimmage. First and 10 from the 24, Sheldon Notch, quarterback. He's a sophomore. Looks like a pistol formation here, one wide to the left and one to the right. Here's I. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand to, is that Divine? I think it may be a couple of yards there, just up the middle into the pile. It'll be second and about eight. Yeah, just a handoff up the middle, but now Lance, the GW Long defense is walking everybody within about seven they yards of the offensive line of scrimmage, and so it's, uh, they're, they're kind of daring Houston Academy to try to throw the football here. I guess if people are listening for the first time and I say they're going to hand it off the middle, up the middle, and is that divine? Uh, <laughs> they don't know Giovanni Devine. They may think, no, that's not Devine at all, man. <laughs> Second and eight. Here's Hot. He's going to throw. He's got pressure. It's going to be in the flat. It's caught by Bergerine and a good open field tackle. As Bergerine would have had some running room, but instead he's brought down gain of maybe a half yard there. Yeah, he almost was able to pull away there as he caught the ball going out to the outside and tried to step back inside. Nice sure tackle, though, by G.W. Long. Yeah, Kaysen Long was there on the tackle of Burger and brings up third and seven from the 27. Early here in the third quarter, G.W. Long leads Houston Academy 14-7. to It's been an entertaining game. They're in the pistol again, one wide to the left, one to the right. Short snap. Ott throws it on the in the flats, and it's going to go over Feb Abba's head and uh, force a punt just to put a little bit too much juice on that one. Yeah, they get his feet under him and just overthrew the ball. Brock Mitchell's over here on the sideline. He's got a trainer with him, and it looks like he's favoring one of his legs. He just got up off the bench, tried to take a couple of steps. Looks like he's favoring one of his legs and just plopped right back down on the bench. Yeah, he's definitely got a leg injury down there. Here is Stringer back to field this punt. Going to be another good punt. Got a lot of juice on it. It's going to go over Stringer's head. He's going to try to run it down. He does at the 10. Now he's trying to get outside and find some running room, and there's just not a lot there. He's going to be hauled down at the 20-yard line. Great punt by Judson Lisby. Nice coverage, too, as it was misjudged just a little bit. 
by uh, Stringer, and uh, when that happened, uh, he wasn't able to get it back and uh, make good yardage out of it. There's a random football laying at the 41-yard line that I don't think anybody has seen yet. I think maybe maybe we've got an official now that's going to run it down, and the ball boy as well, so it'll be taken care of. Hey, they got an extra down. Maybe make it a football out of it. You know, if it helps you to pick it up. First, first and ten from the twenty yard line is GW Long, and for there to be so many big plays, you, you thought there might be more touchdowns, but just the three thus far. Here's Caraway, the quarterback. No, actually, it's a Wildcat as uh, the quarterback, quarterback back there is Carson Dunlap. Carson Dunlap listed as a QB on the roster. He took a snap, and it didn't go anywhere. Jade Riggin was back in the backfield and brought him down as soon as he uh, raised up to run with it. That uh, Wildcat run didn't, didn't fool Cade Wiggum. Uh, that's going to be a loss of a yard. It'll be second and 11. Yeah, that Wildcat was a little mild. That was a mild cat for sure. Now they're looking, and uh, two wide to the left, two to the right. Let's see, do we have um, – do we have – Caraway back in there. I can't quite tell. No, and, and it's a fumbled snap, and now Dunlap's going to have to run, and he finds some room to the 25 before he's knocked out of bounds. As Carson Dunlap is your quarterback. He fumbled the shotgun snap, picked it up, and had to run and make something happen, and he wound up getting about five or six well, yards. Well, he actually got the snap and pulled the ball back like he was going to throw it, and it fell out of his hand. That's when he picked it up and ran. Picked up five yards on the play. He did, third and five. So uh, this this may be, I don't know if this is for the half or if this is just for this possession, the quarterback change. But nonetheless, we do have Carson Dunlap. He is a junior. Dylan Carraway still the running back by him. He, he looks, he throws, it's over the middle, and it is intercepted. Intercepted at the 32-yard line. It looks like maybe Jake Ogletree. Is that correct? I believe that's correct. Nice job of just stepping in front of the receivers. They've been throwing that slant all night, and they look for it every time. H.A. did a nice job. Ogletree stepping right in front of him and picked it off. That is the fourth turnover of the game for the Rebels, and again, this puts Houston Academy in very good field position at the 32-yard line of G.W. Long. Early in the third quarter, G.W. Long leads 14-7. to Yeah, H.A. needs to take advantage of this turnover here, get this thing tied back up. That's definitely a memory that uh, Ogletree can take with him. He's a senior. Here's a run. Uh, it's not going to go anywhere. Maybe he gets a half yard, but uh, didn't fool anybody there. As is well defended by H.S. Yeah, it was that reverse that they ran earlier, and uh, you're right, it didn't fool it. Uh, G.W. Long on that play. Gets back to the line of scrimmage, second and 10 from the 32 for Houston Academy. Ott has the play now. He takes it to the huddle. Brock Mitchell came off a little bit gimpy when he ran the football there, but uh, from the sideline now. Too wide to the right for H.A. Feb Aubin motion. They're going to take it to him and hand it to either Carpenter or Devine. It's Carpenter. He'll get to the 29. Looking to cross the right action. He faked the handoff one way. I gave it to Carpenter coming back the other way. So that will be third and seven now from the 29. Yeah, I think you're in four-down territory here. You're inside the 30-yard line at about the 29. Listen, B is on the sideline warming up. He tried a 45-yard field goal in the first half that may have had the distance. It was a little off to the left. 
maybe they'll pick up the first down here and it won't matter. Here is a handoff to Ogletree. He tries to cut it in. He's not going to get much. Maybe a couple of yards to the 27-yard line, and that's all. It'll bring up fourth and about five. Interesting to see out here for Coach Riggs and the coaching staff. Under seven minutes here to go in the third quarter. Raiders down by score. Looks like they're going to go for it. It has to play from the sideline. You need, time. you need seven points. There's nothing to lose here. It's your last game. They need to get to... They need to get about five yards here for the first down. Down around the 22. Odds going to throw. He's getting pressure. And he's going to get... He's going to elude a defender. He's eluding another one. He's down at midfield now and just throws it, and it's going to trickle down and uh, incomplete as three Rebels were hauling him down at the 50, and he just threw it down. And uh, they're going to say the, the blow that he took as he threw uh, caused the ball to not get back to the original line of scrimmage. So uh, H.A. will take over where – I'm sorry, G.W. Long will take over where that play began. He did a nice job of spinning out of the initial tackle, yeah. but uh, just didn't have the foot speed to be able to get away. He was trying hard to get his arm free to just throw the ball away and uh, able to do so, but you're right, they hit his arm and it uh, went in the ground and they said it was not grounding. First and 10 from the 27 now for a, for GW Long. See if, see if um, we can tell if that's still Dunlap out there at quarterback or if Caraway's back in. It's Dunlap. He's going to hand the ball to to Dylan Carraway, and he's going to get outside the 35, the 40, the 45, 50, out of bounds around the 48-yard line of Houston Academy goes Dylan Carraway. Just a simple handoff. Yeah. He went out to the outside, found that corner to his liking, and picked up good yardage. So I don't know if the uh, quarterback uh, change is just you're going to play the first half and you're going to play the second, or if it's because of performance or – if there's an injury, we don't know, but we've got Carson Dunlap here in the second half for GW Long. Yeah, Caraway didn't throw for a, a high percentage, but Dunlap threw an interception last possession. He did. Two wide to the right, to the left. Here's Dunlap. He drops back to throw. He's going to throw it down the right sideline. It's going to be overthrown. He was looking for Springer, a Stringer, excuse me, and that will bring up second and 10 from the 49. Had a couple of Raider defenders there and a safety coming over the top. He really had to drop that one right in the breadbasket to get it. Indeed. Second and 10 now. 6.02. Showing here in the third quarter. Maybe GW Long just wants to work on some things here in the second half, getting ready for the playoffs. Entirely possible. They're going to tighten that formation up a little bit here now, see if they run out of it or if they try to get something out in the flat. They're going to try to run out of it. Caraway tries to get the sideline. He does. The 45, the 40, the 35, the 30, 25, inside the 20 to the 18-yard line. And GW Long will have the ball in the red zone. And I don't know. I think they're thinking maybe another hold allowed that uh, that run to spring. Yes, it coaches that are angry. Nonetheless, it was a, it was a good run by Caraway to get outside. And, well, they called the H.A. defense inside and uh, not able to get outside. Not sure if it was a hold or not. The officials said no. And, you know, we've seen a lot of holding calls called this year, so uh, um, these guys seem to be letting these players play. And that will force a timeout, and I think the coaches are still a little bit hot. They are they're going to, uh, well, 
They're going to get you get coached up a little bit here. As uh, coaches are a little bit animated there. Yeah, they are. I, I don't think they like the, the containment on that outside. I, I think uh, exactly that's right. The end got caught inside and couldn't get back. That may have actually been the anger of the H.A. Uh, coaches rather than thinking a call had been missed there was that they, they had a responsibility to contain that running back and Caraway got outside of it. And all of a sudden, G.W. Long's in the red zone. Game four. First and ten from the 18 when play resumes. As I think H.A. Uh, is going to get uh, every ounce worth of this timeout as, as they can get here. If you're G.W. Long, I don't know what. I think they're wanting to work on some passing, but their success has been running. Really, I don't know what you do. It really has been. You're exactly right. And I, and I know this is a big possession, and I, I know the coaches are very trying to get this defense pumped up because even though we have seen a couple of uncharacteristic chunk plays here, getting down more than one score, but it's, it's hard for them yep. to be able to come back with this offense. Yep. Now they're back and approaching the line of scrimmage, both teams. First and 10 from the 18 for G.W. Long. Dylan Carraway's your running back. Carson Dunlap's your quarterback. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Snap to Dunlap. He's going to keep it himself right up the middle. He's going to get inside the 10-yard line, close to another first down. Just a just a misdirection. It looks like it was going to be a handoff to the right, and all of a sudden there went Dunlap up the middle, and the hole was there. Yeah, he just went off, off the guard on that left side of their line, and nobody was there. Gets it inside the 10-yard line. It will be a first and goal from the eight. They're going to hurry it up a little bit here. Here's Dunlap. Here's Caraway up the middle, not much there at all. He may get a yard, yard and a half. Yeah, nice job of filling that inside for that Raider defense. Approaching five minutes here in the third quarter. GW Long knocking on the door, up 14 to 7. Here comes some uh, beef in for that uh, Houston Academy defense as they're going to try to try to make uh, make that uh, GW Long. Offense earned it somewhere else. Dunlap from the shotgun turns around, hands it to Carraway. Doesn't fool anybody. Carraway's going to be dropped for a loss back to the nine yard line. And again, we called his name before. Kate Wiggum. Nice job of he came down, slanted in, able to get him in the backfield before he got started. I think Coach Horn uh, would have liked to have seen Dunlap fake that one if indeed it was an option play because if he'd kept it, he probably walks into the end zone. Yeah, but I'm not sure they're reading that. I think that's predetermined. Now all of a sudden it's third and goal from the nine. Here is Dunlap. He's going to look to throw. He gets pressure. He's his. He throws. It's caught by Whitehead. He makes one move and goes into the end zone. Quick throw, good catch, good move. Hunter Whitehead scores on the nine-yard touchdown reception. Yeah, just out there in the flat, he caught that ball. Defender coming hard at him. And all he had to do was stutter step back to the inside and uh, able to take it into the end zone. Whitehead's second touchdown reception of the game, and again, that does put the Rebels up two scores. 20-7 to seven pending this extra point. They're set. Here's the snap. The hold, the kick is up, and it is good. 21-7, 4.02 left to go here in the third quarter. We'll be back in one minute with more action right after this. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. 
Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616, 685-3616. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Welcome back. Touchdown pushes Chevy Long up 21-7. Here's the ensuing kickoff. AJ's going to get it back to 29, maybe the 30-yard line. That's where they'll take over the, at least the first couple of plays of that uh, first and goal possession for the HA defense was pretty doggone good. and knocked them back to the nine, but uh, GW Long made a really good play on the touchdown pass. They did, and I think they're selling out on the, on the run down there and uh, mm-hmm. left an opening there on that uh, flat route. But you're right. They're doing a nice job of... Uh, at least uh, blocking up the middle of that uh, that line. They really desperately need a score here in this third quarter to get into the fourth quarter just down one. First and ten from the 30, 357 showing in the third quarter here. Here's Odd. He's going to fake. He's going to throw out in the flat. It's going to be incomplete. Probably wasn't going to go for very much anyway, but they were trying to target number 10, who isn't on our roster. No, he's not. But it was just a quick pass out there in the flat, try to break something once he catches the ball. But you're right, the GW Long defender was draped all over him. Second and 10 from the 30. Here's Odd from the shotgun. He'll hand the ball off up the middle. Not a lot there as well. Can't tell if that was Mitchell or Devine. Let's see. But like when he first hit it, he had a pretty good hole there, but GW Long defense able to get there quickly. Holding to a minimal game. Two quick plays netted one yard. I think that was Devine on the on the run there. Uh he's gonna come out and there's some some substitutions there. Sixteen showing the play clock as Ott gets the play a little bit late, so he's gotta rush it back to the huddle get this play off as we're at seven seconds, six, five, as they're ready to run it now. Here he goes. I drop straight back. He's going to let it fly down the left sideline. He's got a receiver who has a step, but it's incomplete. Falls off the other, other shoulder as the receiver tried to make an adjustment there at the last minute at the 30-yard line. Falls incomplete. Yeah, just didn't quite have enough arm to get it down there too, Miss. He was open behind the defender. Not able to come back and get the football. Three quick plays and a punt. Dangerous yeah, time in the ball game. That entire right? defense has got to go back on the field, and you're right. Kind of a snowball, snowball effect here. Is uh, we've seen some good punts. Let's see what happens here with Lizenby. This one's a, a helicopter punt that's going to go out of bounds inside the 30, and I think that's a good result as well. I don't know if that's what Liz would be meant to do, but if it is, uh, that's, that's not too bad at yeah, all. it's not. Anytime you keep it out of those returners' hands, 
and get it out of bounds about the 32-yard line. Yep, that's where they're going to say it went out at the 32. That's where GW Long will start here. Only score of the half just occurred on GW Long's last possession. Carson Dunlap's been your second-half quarterback. Dalton Carraway was the first-half quarterback. And I didn't see him get injured or anything. If he had that first series in the in the second half, seems like he may have. Nonetheless, uh, I think I see him over there on the sideline. Looks like he's standing next to uh, next to the coach. So let's see what happens here. Dunlap's going to take the snap. He's going to have a pre-snap uh, move. Stop bank on yeah. GW Long is. That was a timeout. Yeah, well, they're going to call a timeout right uh, right before the snap. We've seen that a couple of times tonight. They'll talk this over here. Dangerous time in the game, as I said, Mark, as we had a very quick offensive possession for Houston Academy there. This does bring the defense right back on the field already down two scores. And that's right. It's a little bit of a tired defense now, and you got to be careful because that gives you a chance to break some plays if you're GW long. And uh, if you go, down, go up 28-7, to I guess if you're GW long, it'll give you a chance to uh, substitute some players out to, to get some maybe some players arrested for next week. It gives time for that defense to get at least another break, which they've done, and they're back out ready. But GW Long still talking this over. Don't know a lot about uh, GW Long's first uh, round opponent in Cottage Hill, other than they're in the Mobile area. Right. Since uh, GW Long is traveling, then obviously Cottage Hill is most likely a, a two or, or some like that. Yeah, I think they're second seed because GW Long is the third seed coming out of the region. Indeed. Dothan uh, leads Jeff Davis 25-7 to in the third quarter. It was 25 to nothing. Jeff Davis just put a score up. 25-7 to is the score up there at Crampton Bowl. We're, we're ready here. First and 10 from the 32-yard line. Here's Dunlap. He's going to throw over the middle. It is going to be caught at the midfield. And a couple of guys missed, but uh, Burgreen makes the tackle at the 47-yard line. That was a good throw by Dunlap, and he hits uh, Cason Long over the middle. It was a good throw, good catch by Long. Is there was a lot of traffic in there, but he was able to thread the needle and get it to him. Gain of about uh, 21 yards. It'll be first and 10 from the HA 47. GW Long looking to the sideline for the play. Here we go, three wide to the left and one to the right. Little pass out of the flat to Whitehead. Whitehead to the 45, to the 40, to the 35. There's a flag down on the field. The 31, 32-yard line is where Whitehead gets, but they may say that uh, G.W. Long had a touch of the jersey there. And that did. It was a holding call on G.W. Long. They'll back that up from the spot of the foul, which the flag is laying at the 47, so probably 10 yards from the line of scrimmage, it'll go back into GW Long territory. And that was the block that sprung Whitehead over on that far sideline. So now it'll be first and 20 from the 42. I think they're actually going to mark it at the 43-yard line. GW Long had an uncanny way of being able to convert these they have distance the ball down, so we've got to be careful if you're Houston Cab and not let anybody get behind them. 
8-8, Abbeville and Headland at the end of the third quarter. Here's Dunlap. He's throwing it over the middle. That is picked off at the 36-yard line. H.A. is going to be returned to the 40. Tackle there. And uh, I think that is a – is that Brock Mitchell? Let's see. Mitchell, yeah, yes. He, uh, he's been banged up in this game, and he's going to kind of go off a little gimpy as well. But uh, – he was in good position. That ball was overthrown. It went into Mitchell's hands at the 36. He returns it to the 41, and H.A.'s back in business. Yeah, he looked more like the receiver there. So he hit him right there in stride. Mitchell, the defense has done a great job of getting the turnovers tonight. Yeah, Mitchell back to the bench. He's being looked at. Uh, they'll mark it at the 40. Fifth turnover for G.W. Long tonight. Here's Sheldon Knight. He's going to hand it to Austin Carpenter, and Austin Carpenter is probably not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Good defensive penetration for H.A. there. Yeah, it really was. They did a nice job over here on this right side of the defensive line getting into the backfield. Connor Casey and Austin Kirchner were in there for G.W. Long. It'll be a loss of one. They're looking, uh, still looking at Brock Mitchell here on the uh, sideline. He is on the back bench, and the trainer's taking a look. He's Looks like his rib area or somewhere up on the upper part of his extremity. I think uh, you've got a situation, Mark, there where this is a senior kid that wants to get every down of football that he can That's possibly get in. Right. Four seconds on the play clock as we snap it here. Here's Ott looking to throw, looking to throw. He's going to get pressure now, and he's going to get stacked back at the 30-yard line. There were three H.A. receivers all in about the same spot, and four G.W. Long defenders around and Ott had nowhere to throw. Yeah, he did. Just took too long back there and uh, nowhere to go with the football and uh, the GW Long Rush got to him. That'll bring it all the way back to the 30, so you're looking at third and 20 for Houston Academy. We're down in the final 43 seconds of the third quarter. GW Long leads 21-7. to Here's Ott. He takes a snap. He's going straight back. There. Speaking of holds, we've talked a lot about uh, G.W. Long holding, but they let a hole go there for H.A. It's a little shuttle pass to Austin Carpenter. It just got a yard anyway, and uh, that will force a punt. Yeah, G.W. Long was looking for that. They dropped him by the time he got the ball. But you're right, there went a holding call that was not called there. Lizenby back to punt, and Stringer or Morris. Again, I can't tell if that's a six or an eight. I think it's an eight back. I believe they're trying Back to see a little sideways there. It's going to be a rugby snap, uh, rugby kick, and it's going to it's going to hit him in the knees, and he's going to have to fall on it right there at the 27 as he almost let that one uh, go into the hands of a Raider defender. That is how the third quarter will end on that punt when we come back. GW Long will have the ball inside its own 30-yard line. We'll do that in one minute right here on the ball. If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move-over law requires motorists to move over and slow down 
when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back. First and 10 from the 27. Here's a little pass down the flats for GW Long. It'll go to about the 31-yard line where the receiver will be brought down. It'll be second and five or six. Yeah, despite the four interceptions, here comes Phil slinging around out there. Theodore leads Enterprise 21-7 early in the third. Last score we have there. Ball's on the 32. Second and about uh, a long five. Here's Dunlap. He's going to give it to Caraway up the middle. He's going to fight and get through. He's going to go to the 45, the 50, the 45, the 40. Oh, he puts a move on the 35, the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Dylan Caraway. It looked like a defender had the angle on him, and he put the little jiggly leg on him, and he was gone. He did. He gave him the leg, and then acts like he was going inside and went back outside. And, uh... Caught the uh, H.A. defender off balance, and he had the sideline to go down. That's a 68-yard touchdown run from Caraway, and I thought it was going to go for about two yards, Mark. Yeah, it should have. As they had a had it pretty well defended. He just was able to pop out of there. When he got to the next level, again, he, he got out to the outside and uh, beat the one man that could have gotten him. Here's the extra point. Kicks up. And it is good. 11-13 left to go in the fourth quarter. GW Long puts another score on the board. They lead 28-7. We'll be back in one minute with more action right after this. It's so nice to be together for the holidays. We're all in one place thanks to All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card. With All In's Platinum Rewards Card, we earn points toward airline miles to fly the kids home, gift certificates for this amazing dinner, and enough points to get cash back. We even got 500 points just for signing up and one point for every dollar we spend. Every dollar we spend with All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card is a purchase for those who matter most. Well, now that we're all in, can I dig into this pie? See website for details. Federally insured by NCU. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. Welcome back. AJ is going to field this kickoff after a brief fumble at the 15, and he'll be returned back to about the 18-19 yard line. That's where AJ will take over. Now down 28 to seven, and now you're just trying to work on some things. Mark. That's right. You're just trying to get through this game now. How many turnovers for GW Long? Is it five? Five turnovers. Five turnovers. Four interceptions and a fumble. Yeah. You don't win many ball games with that uh, those kind of turnovers, but they're leading 28 to seven. Indeed, there's been flashes here in this Houston Academy offense, but just not enough to, right. uh, to keep them in as uh, G.W. Long really has put the, put the put on the gas here over the past seven, eight minutes. Here's handoff. It's a fumble. Who's going to get it? It uh, looks like G.W. Long has it. It's a, it's a fumble to exchange on the handoff recovered by G.W. Long. All of a sudden, they've got the ball inside the 
17-yard line. Now it's gone from bad to worse for Houston Academy as uh, just a bad handoff. It's Sheldon Knott's talking to the coaches about what happened, but uh, just didn't get it in there. Didn't get it in there. You're exactly right. And, uh, that, again, we talked about putting the defense right back on the field, and here they are. Balls on the 19-yard line. Lance a game with playoff implications. You blocked, and looks like they're taking control of that game with Sampson as they lead it 42 to 14. So we know you blocked, and then should be the third seed there and travel in the first round. Here's uh, Dunlap. He breaks two tackles, gets inside the 15 to about the 13. Gain of about six, seven yards by Carson Dunlap. Wiggum had him in the backfield, wasn't able to bring him down, but I think that's just a tired defense now. So to do too many arm tackles, and that's what happens when you get tired. Indeed. So if New Brockton does hold on and win that game, they'll be the third seed. They'll travel. Then uh, we'll see what happens with Sampson if uh, they can get the fourth seed. I think that depends on a couple of other games as well. Second and about three from the 12, it's going to be Caraway trying to get outside. He's going to cut it in. There's a flag down as Caraway gets down to about the two, maybe the one-yard line, but that may be coming back. Yeah, I think it's coming back with a hold. It is a hold. It is a hold, so they'll bring that back. Flag is resting there at about the nine-yard line. We'll see where they bring it back on the penalty, and uh, G.W. Long will try it again. Yeah, I know that uh, they're leading by 21, but Coach Scott Horn can't be pleased with the performance tonight. Five turnovers and a lot of penalties here in the second half. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, after the game he'll he'll say, guys, uh, enjoy the win briefly, but just know you can't play like that and win a playoff game. Next week, yeah, if you play like that next week and you're going home. Balls at the 19. So basically they're going to give – Caraway a little bit of uh, rushing yardage there, and that brings it back to the 19 where we started second and 10. Here's Dunlap. He throws it. It's caught by Whitehead. He's going to get, I think he's going to get to the line to gain. I think he's going to get inside the 10 yard line for a first and goal. Yeah, he did a nice job of fighting off the defender once he got up the field. Picks up the first down. They had good pressure on the quarterback. Dunlap as they had three. Raiders backed it on him, but he was able to do a little jump pass and get it to Whitehead. Very well, could have been one of those Raiders was supposed to have Whitehead. <laughs> well, you're right. That maybe, maybe what happened could have been. Uh, let's see. So it's first and goal. Line of scrimmage is about the six yard line. As Dunlap now has to play from the GW long sideline with six seconds showing on the play clock. I don't think they're going to get this off. Four seconds, three seconds, and no, they'll call a timeout to save those five yards. Yeah, I think they were trying to burn some clock, but just uh, let it get too far down. So, 28 to 7 is your score, 9 13 showing on that fourth quarter clock. The Rebels are knocking at the door, and uh, just one of those deals where. Mark, you start thinking about next year, and the Raiders are losing some some uh, some senior leadership there. But I'm sure Coach Riggs is already thinking about next year and and what uh, he may be able to try to do to generate some offense. Yeah, I think so. And you know, Shelton I will be a year older, mm-hmm. a little more experience. Is uh, it's been a tough year for him this year, but uh, certainly he can learn from that moving on into next year. Uh, 
you know, just need to get the off-season training going and uh, get stronger, get faster. And uh, I think each year that the Coach Riggs is here, they'll get a little bit better. The record is not as good as last year, but, uh, you know, I think they're still moving in the right direction. Indeed. So, first and goal from the six. We're ready to resume play. Dunlap from the shotgun. Looks to throw. He's going to quarterback draw it. He's going to get inside the five to the three, and uh, it'll be second and goal. Yeah, good call there. He was able to get inside and uh, get it inside the five-yard line. Bring up second and goal as they get the play from the sideline. Again, no hurry if you're GW Long. You just want some clock to run. A pretty... Uh, short bench there for GW Long. I just noted it. Second and goal from the two. Dunlap. On the outside run, Caraway's going to get there, but there's a flag. I think that one's going to come back as well. Caraway got into the end zone, but a flag flew as he was crossing the goal line. I think they may bring this one back. Was it a, was it a hold or a face mask? It is a hold. Okay. It's, it's a hold on GW Long, and they'll back it up. I get penalties are just killing GW Long here in the second half. Yeah, they they've committed a lot of them, and I think HA would tell you they they may have committed some that were not called. So uh, again, as you said, I'm sure Scott Horn will have a lot to work on during the film session as they get ready for the playoffs. You know, Lance HA's had their chances tonight. Yeah, I mean, you can create five turnovers, but only seven points on the board. Yep, that'll back it up to the twelve. It's second and the goal from the 12. Eight seconds on the play clock. Dunlap It's going to pitch it to Caraway. It's a, it's a slow pitch, and it's just not going to go anywhere. That was snuffed out. Back around the 15, 16-yard line is that pitch just to get and get where it was supposed to no, go. It's, he had to turn around and catch it and uh, lost all his momentum, and they were able to get the penetration and bring him down. Cade Wiggum was back in the backfield for that tackle. We called his name quite a bit. He's been in the GW Long backfield a lot. Third and goal from the 16. Thirteen seconds on the play clock. Plenty of time. Here's the snap. Dunlap's going to throw it over the middle. It's a slant. It's uh, led too much was Trevor Morris, and that will stop the clock and bring up a fourth down from the 16. I'll give them credit. They get back to the slant just about every drive, and uh, it's not been real successful for them. I don't think they've hit it once. That's right. You're right. They're going to try to kick a field goal here as, um, let's see, that Trent Patton maybe coming in to kick this. It's going to be about a 32-yard field goal. Here's the snap to hold the kick. Is it going to make it? It's going to be short and no good. So the 32-yard field goal is no good. I'm not sure why you kick the field goal with a 28-7 lead, unless you want your kicker just to get some more. Yeah, and I think that may be in Trent Tanner Patton instead of Trent Patton, who was kicking that. But nonetheless, that will turn the ball over. H.A. should have the ball at the 20-yard line. And 7-18 showing on the fourth quarter clock. H.A. trails 28-7. to 
Yeah, they can't win this game now, but Lance, a good seven-minute drive here to end the season with a touchdown certainly would be good. It sure would. It sure would. We'll see if they can start it right here from the shotgun. Too wide to the left. Ott's going to look to throw, and he's got a receiver over the middle. And it is knocked down as uh, Ogletree snuck out there, and he was open, but again, the ball was just late. Getting there, Trevor Morris comes comes in and knocks it away. Second down. Again, I think that goes back to the first half when he overthrew those passes. I think he's trying to pull the string just a little bit, and he underthrew it again. And Lucky that that one's not going the other way. Yeah. Second and ten from the 20. Two wide to the left. Here's a run up the middle. It's Austin Carpenter. He'll, he'll be knocked down right at the line of scrimmage as um, nothing going there. And uh, Carpenter gets up a little slow, but he's making his way back to the huddle. Yeah, that was a nice play as the GW Long defender filled that hole and caught him flush and brought him straight down. Yeah, Carpenter's going to come out. He's a little bit gippy, so he'll come out. He's a junior. Ten seconds on the play clock. They're still in the huddle. They're going to have to hurry up. Going to have to call time out of blue. Four seconds. Three, two, one. They get it off. It's uh, going to be a sack in the backfield. This Whitehead. They just play. Never just had a chance. Uh, they tried to hustle and get that play off before the play clock, and Whitehead just. Uh, Came in unabated to the quarterback, sacked out back at the 12-yard line. Yeah, I know hindsight's 20-20, but they should have called a timeout yeah. and reset that one. Yeah. Or Pat Dodd says hindsight's 50-50. That's right. Morris is back to field this punt from Lizenby, who's done a good job today. But he'll be kicking from practically his end zone by the time he lets this one go. Snap's good. He takes a second. He gets it off. It's a good one. It's going to land at midfield. And as a fumble, it's really picked up by the Raiders. As Morris tried to grab that one and make something happen on the sideline, he fumbles it, and it is picked up by the Raiders. John Williams. That's how you get some yeah, position right yeah, there. Can't, can't get it running the ball, can't get it throwing the ball, just kick it to the other team and recover a fumble. I'm not sure what he was thinking. Either that ball was right there on the sideline, and he wasn't going to go anywhere with it, but decided he won't try to pick it up, and when he did, he dropped it. That's the sixth turnover for a GW Long tonight. 5.36. Showing on this fourth quarter clock. We'll see what can happen. We have an extra player for HA running on the field here. That's Carpenter. Here's on. He's going to let it fly, and it's going to be over everybody as a Bergering cut his route off, and uh, he had he was covered anyway. I don't think you'd been able to come down with it. It was a 50-50 ball, but, you know. But that's one of those where you see the ball in the air and you stop, and then all of a sudden realize it's going to go seven, eight feet over that's your head. Right. It's going to get the play from the sideline now, 528 showing here. Left in the game. Again, H.A. trails by three scores, but trying to get something on the board to close out their season. Here's Ott from the shotgun, too wide to the left. He's going to drop back, looking, looking, 
throwing. He's hit as he throws. It's going to fall short of the receiver as he took a shot as he threw the ball, and that falls to the ground incomplete. Certainly didn't have a chance. It was more like a wounded duck going down through there. Yeah, he, uh, it's one of those deals where the forearm gets popped as he's uh, as he's releasing the ball. And he was looking at it just then. As you said that, he was looking down at his forearm and flexing a little bit. All right, the ball is at the 49-yard line of H.A. It's third and 10. You're trying to get, I think, your two plays here regardless of oh, what Oh, absolutely. You just run as many plays as you can. Here's the handoff up the middle to Devine. Devine pulls through a player and gets that first down at the 40-yard line of UW Long. Wow, that was a good tough run. Yeah, little Devine intervention there. There you go. First and 10 from the GW Long 40, approaching the five-minute mark here left to go in the game. Here is Ott from the shotgun, too wide to the left. Fake handoff, throws over the middle. It's going to be, I think, caught at the 30-yard line. Did Ogletree catch it? No, I think he dropped it. If it went underneath his yeah. hands, he it almost pulled it in, but not quite, so it will be second and ten. He had it for a second, and it was it was a good low throw where only he could catch it, but uh, not able to pull it in. Four forty-two left to go. GW Long leads twenty-eight to seven. Four forty-two left to go in the game, but HA's trying to make something happen here. Right at the end, they've got the ball in the GW long 40, second and 10. Here's Devine. He's got a little bit of room. He'll get about five yards on that. Devine running tough here in this fourth quarter. They faked it one way and then handed it off to Devine. Go cross-buck action. Game clock is moving. It'll be close to four minutes when... This play is over. Uh, from the shotgun, lets it fly down the left sideline. That one has a chance. Is it caught? It is. It's caught inside the 10-yard line, first and goal. G, uh, H.A., a great play there by Jake Ogletree. That was a 50-50 ball that wound up in H.A.'s well, it, You're right. He looked very good throwing that one. He was very relaxed. He got enough air under to get it down there. And uh, they came up with it. So nicely done by both receiver and quarterback. First and goal from the seven-yard line, 4.02 showing on the game clock. And now the game clock will run as the Raiders approach the line of scrimmage. Two backs behind Ott, who goes under center, maybe first time tonight. It's Carpenter. Carpenter gets some room there, bulls his way inside the five. He'll be stopped just short, maybe at the one-yard line. Yeah, nice determined run by Carpenter. He takes a hit for about six yards around the one-yard line. Excuse me, Ogletree. He's taking that and go to go for the one. So a few cracks from the one-yard line for H.A. to get to get in. And again, uh, maybe a quarterback sneak here. Kind of end the season on a positive note. Two backs behind out from the shotgun. His big body just bowls right into the end zone. Sheldon Ide, one-yard touchdown run. 
home crowd here for Houston Academy cheers, knowing that, hey, that's, uh, again, you're just looking at, at little things that you can hold on to, and for the Raiders to push that one through is a positive thing. When you got a 6-3 quarterback, you might as well use him down there. Indeed. Lizenby will try to punch this one through and make it 28-14 if he's good. The kick is up, and it is good. 3.13 left to go in the game. H.A. takes a G.W. Long turnover, goes down the field, scores 28-14. We'll be back in one minute with more action right after this. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business. Apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. An onside kick coming up here for Houston Academy. There it is. It's going to go right to a GW Long Rebel. It hits him, but it falls to another one who will cover it up at the 41. So the way that uh, GW Long has been uh, giving this ball back to Houston Academy, might as well try it. <laughs> yeah. A better play, man. Just kicked it to him and let him fumble it. First and 10 now from the 41. I think you're probably looking at just trying to pick up a first down in a couple of plays. Yeah, I think so. That's the smart play. Houston Academy is going to call a timeout. It may be for some substitution purposes here and see who needs to get in the game. And some seniors out there. Indeed. They battled to the end, though. They, they did. Not giving up. They did. And I, I think you can tell, even though, obviously, you can't be happy with a loss, but just the fact that they, they did battle all the way. They didn't got score. There's a little bit of bounce on the sideline, and that's good. Now, if you're GW Long, you just want this clock growing to get out of here. Because <laughs> you're right, the way they're turning the ball over. Yeah. I think if this is anything other than, a, than two or three caraway runs, I'll, I'll be really surprised. Maybe a Morris run. Got some... Uh, Younger players coming in here to uh, play these final three minutes. Give them a chance to get some action here. A lot of clean jerseys out there. It does, at least from the skill position, looks to be the starters for GW Long here at the 41 Dunlap. Hot snap! It's Morris, and Morris breaks through that first line, and he's going to get inside H.A. territory of the 47-yard line. As again, we almost saw the seventh turner over the game, but Dunlap caught a high snap and got it to Morris to first down. We may have a new center in the game. That's <laughs> right. Line of is the 47 of the uh, snap academy. Yeah, this appears to be, well, and again, we talk about it being a short bench for uh, – for Jimmy Long, but this does still appear to be the starters for the Rebels. 
Dunlap, as the game clock goes under 240, he's going to let it go all the way down. Snaps it. There's Morris again up the middle. He'll fall. He'll go forward. He's still on his feet to about the 37-yard line, right at the line to gain for a first down. Yeah, again, just a, a straight-ahead run as he turned around and handed it off. A little bit of adventure on that snap again as he grabbed it one-handed. It will be a first down. Ball just inside the 37 of Houston Academy, 219 and counting here. They don't have to snap the ball until the game clock goes under two minutes. They are at the line now, 10 seconds on the play clock. They're going to go ahead and snap it. Guess what? It's high snap. Guess what? Morris has it. He's going to try to get outside and goes way behind the line of scrimmage and now makes some guys miss, gets inside the 35, falls forward to about the 31. Yeah. H had players out there, had the defense there to stop him, and uh, he was just able to turn the corner. He's a strong runner. At this point, I think you can take a couple of knees and really call it a night. Right at the moment, the game clock is stopped, but the do they go out of bounds? Must have. Now the play clock's down to six seconds, but the but the game clock was stopped with 1:46 left, and now I don't think now the play clock's out. been reset. So here we go. Game clock has been restarted as well, so they're going to let it go all the way down. Uh, you can go down to about a minute and 20 before they have to snap this. And they will. Six seconds, five, four, three. Here's Dunlap. Here's Caraway. He's looking for running room that's not there. He'll be tackled at the 33-yard line. So really two plays to do that. We're going to stop it in play. Come out. AJ calls the timeout. Not sure how Coach Horn's going to react to that. Indeed. Of course, uh, we'll see how that all plays out. I think they've got a lot of second teamers in there, and they just want to make sure everybody's lined right. 107 showing on the game clock. Again, the score is GW Long 28, Houston Academy 14. E.W. Long will move on and play at Cottage Hill Christian in the first round of the Class 2A playoffs next week, of course, uh, this in season for Houston Academy. Got to win the opening game of the season and hasn't been able to grab a victory since. So I'm sure they'll have a bitter taste going into next year and hopefully believe they have something to prove. Well, they need to look any further than G.W. Long. The last two years, I think G.W. Long had won three games combined, and so this year they've turned it around. It'll look like an 8-2 season in a a playoff bid for the first time since 2016. And, of course, this Houston Academy team, who had been on some hard times, uh, was a playoff team last year. That's right. So they can see it in themselves as well. Five seconds of the play clock. Here's a handoff up the middle. It's a big one. Here goes Morris. He's inside the 20, breaks tackle inside the 15, breaks another one, falls forward to about the nine-yard line. 
Uh, now, if you just take a knee twice, and that will stop the game clock to move the chains, but uh, basically two knees and this game's over. First and goal at the nine, and all they have to do is, is uh, take two knees to end the game. They're getting a victory formation. and Here the house, get ready for the playoffs. Right now, it looks like they're getting a play from the sideline. Ten seconds on the play clock, 37 on the game clock. And it will be a knee. They, I, I don't think they've taken a snap under center all year, so they're not sure how to do that. So they took it from the shotgun, and uh, quarterback Carson Dunlap took a knee. They won't have to run another play. That's how the game will end. That's how the season will end for the Houston Academy Raiders. So, a little bit of livestone by the Raiders there at the end to put that extra touchdown there on the board. But your final score will be GW Long, 28, Houston Academy, 14. We'll be back in one minute to wrap things up right here on the ball. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aw. Okay, I'm out. Nice doggy. That's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Miss Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Welcome back. Handshake's taking place at midfield. The final score, GW Long 28, Houston Academy 14. Houston Academy ends its season with, with just a lone win to begin the season. GW Long will move on to the playoffs. But what did we, what did we end up being marked? Six turnovers? Six turnovers. Six turnovers right. for GW Long. A handful of penalties as well. They know they'll have to play better to get a playoff win next week. For Houston Academy, I'm sure they'll be talking about some personal goals for these underclassmen to set during the offseason, come back, and uh, and just look for areas in which they can improve. Oh, absolutely. It gives you determination during the offseason. You know, you're 1-9 on the season and uh, makes you work that much harder during the offseason to get it turned around next year. That's exactly right. So that will be the last regular season broadcast for us here at the ball, but we are scheduled to bring you playoff football next week between Providence and Bayside Academy. So we hope you will tune in for that. That's going to do it from here at Northcutt Field for Alicia back in the studio. And Mark Stewart, I'm Lance Griffin. Thank you so much for listening. Been listening to the All In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week here on the Ball. Brought to you by the Cellar, Vine Steaks and Wine, by Wiregrass Electric Co-op. 
proudly serving our community. All in Credit Union. Score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. By Auto Expo. Get the car you deserve at a price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries. One call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons. The go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply. Dothan. Enterprise. Eufaula and Mariana. By Southeast Health. Always the right direction. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration. Going above and beyond for your satisfaction. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. We now rejoin our regular programming already in progress. This is The Ball. There. So I had, I had the braids, had everything, and I and we had our guinea pig was Toto, and I had uh, our guinea pig in a um, a little uh, uh, picnic basket to be Toto. And that was kind of the outfit. All right. I wore a shirt that said I'm not an idiot. It was Matt Nagy <laughs> appreciation. And I, and I spilled beer and pizza on it. <laughs> no. Oh, Wilma no. Fredstone. No, Wilma Fredstone. Flintstone. <laughs> Fredstone is not anything. Whatever. Okay, it's that would neighbor. be good. All right, hang hang on. It's Wilma and Fred Flintstone. Yes. Treadstone is the bad company from the Bourne movies. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. That's Treadstone. Maybe okay. I just, <laughs> All right. Maybe she was an agent and she right. just went back to the past. No, David Treadwell was a kicker. Oh, right. That's a long true. time ago. Yeah, right. Okay. David Ledbetter was a golf coach. And, really? Yeah. And, and Led Belly was a musician. Yes, that right, right. Oh, I know. Elsa from Frozen. Did not no, did not go as Elsa. Hey, did you sing Define Gravity as you walked around? <laughs> No, but I got to a little uh, somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, good. Somewhere. I was not asking you to sing. Uh, but I did. So uh, so that was it. So uh, thank you for all your guesses. She-Hulk. I can't believe I got people saying She-Hulk. What's wrong with that? I don't know. It's, it's weird. I can see it. Uh, She-Hulk. Oh, come on. She-Hulk is not. No, no. You get to be green? No. No. I, no. You get to flex? No. no, not. Well, I would be the Hulk then. Why would I be She-Hulk? Why would I say, oh, Zoe I'll asked so you to be strong. She-Hulk. Uh, if she asked me, I'd probably do it. Yeah. Right. If she asked me, you I would shave do your it. legs? No. No, I had the socks. It went all the way up. Oh, okay. so it was okay. Yeah, right. I didn't have that. Boom, yet. Princess Leia. No, it's not. Dang it. You know. Uh, Ray. Uh, never mind. Never mind. I was going to say something, but it's not until the slide over baby hour. <laughs> got to save. I almost said it. Almost said it. But we got to save it for them. How about an NFL hot take? Sure. Right ahead of a week boy. nine of you the really, National Football you League season. You really, really don't know what I was going to say there that really needs to wait until the side of the baby I'm a little nervous hour. as to what you were going to head down to. I mean, because we, we had to have that finger on the dump button uh-huh. after the Knicks lost. Yeah. I mean, oh, you don't want to have to sit there the whole night. No, no, Because then no, you no, get no. carpal tunnel. No, it wouldn't And then be... we wouldn't have tie shirt for a while. Mm. That'd be bad. No, no, it we wouldn't have been that. anything that I said that would have been, oh, like a bad word. It would have been, ooh, that context and... Comment might have best been saved for the slide over baby. Hour. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, reserve it. I mean, and now I'm not going to think of anything else but that. Delayed for the gratification. Next two and a half hours. Yeah. Cam Newton has suffered a setback in his comeback to be the Carolina Panthers starting quarterback. So much so that now his return is a ways off and he'll be visiting Dr. Robert Anderson, a renowned foot specialist in Green Bay, to seek more information on the foot injury that has not completely healed. Do you believe that this is legitimately a setback or is this it's sort of face saving because I'm looking at this as a face saving situation. He looked pretty good running around last on last Sunday. All reports were, hey, he was doing well. What was the setback? 
Well, we didn't hear anything about a setback this week. Suddenly today it's, oh, there's a setback and he's flying to Green Bay. All right? This smacks of a face-saving move in which Cam Newton pushed to come back. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And the team decided, you know what? No, not yet. Kyle Allen has played really well. Didn't play well last week, but he was great. We won all our games this season with him up until last week. We're going to give him a little more time. And by a little more time, we mean at least a few more weeks. So what can we figure out? Well, I'm still not helping. You know what? Go see this. You know what? Stay out. And I'm sure this is couched in the not just strictly the, hey, Cam, you're not getting the job back. But we really would like you, if you're still not absolutely 100% raring to go, ready to go, go see a big specialist. Go see someone about this. Because everything was everything was going to be fine. What's the setback that he suffered? I mean, that, I mean uh, this whole plot line this whole storyline has played out that way cam newton i'm gonna sit they stay out as long as i can but now on the field doing things ready to come back it's a tough decision they're not ready for and when the ravens made it last year saying we are sticking with lamar jackson it was only for the last two or three weeks of the season that joe flacco had to be embarrassed because they hid flacco's injury for a long time and then while flacco wasn't happy about it he didn't really cause any controversy and everybody knew by that point it was lamar jackson's job the same thing's happening right now and that's why I, I look at this and go, eh, is this really a big setback or is this something where, well, I think there's something more at work because that's how this is playing out. Cam is right, pushing, ready to come back, doesn't want to lose his job. Yes, Cam will be the guy when we come back, and now suddenly, oh, now he's out a long time. Whoa, whoa, what was it? What setback? If he slipped and fell, we would have known. If there was something at practice, we would have known. What setback did he have? This is just a case of a team, let's Get some more rope out here and, and, and give us some more room to be able to meander and, and get around hard decisions we don't want to make right now. And that's Cam Newton. You're not the starting quarterback of the Panthers because Kyle Allen's played better. The team has played better under him. And this is probably going to be your last year with the team. And if we move on, we want to get a really good look at Kyle Allen before we decide what we want to do the rest of this year in the offseason. We're still fighting for the playoffs now because he's got us. He's won every game he started up until last week. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see this as so much of a, oh, boy, here's a big setback. Is Well, I, I, it's kind of playing out really similar to what happened last year with Flacco for me to go, yep, yep, yep. Oh, Cam's just, they're just being safe with it. I don't see it. Yeah, at some level, you wonder how much he was hurt the aggressive timetable was. You had such an unknown guy coming in to replace him, right, with Kyle Allen. You got him briefly last year, but overall is still a question mark. You went and drafted Will Greer as your potential long-term solution. And as this injury goes on, Cam saying he wasn't completely honest with them at the outset. But Kyle Allen, at this point, you want to see how he responds from the thumping he took a week ago, right? You want to see what he is. And as we've talked about so long, it's been the copycat league going back to the Seattle Seahawks and what they did with all those mid-round picks back in 2013, 2014, of it working with a quarterback on his rookie deal and being able to build around well that's what you have with kyle allen if you let cam newton go is it necessarily the right move from a i don't think cam newton's done by any stretch but you're trying to make the decision in the now bringing him back in at whatever percentage he is is that the best move for the panthers no allen's guided this team pretty well so yeah, you push him off another couple of weeks and then by then by then you're either a playoff contender and you could say well either cam is the guy we want to push through or you've bet on Kyle Allen and Cam Newton becomes well the next Denver Broncos quarterback. 
Let me read you a little bit of Ron Rivera to tell to tell you how much mystery this is under, right? Just to tell you about why I, I, I look at this differently than just, hey, it's a setback. The press conference today he had. Can you follow up on the statement that was issued by the team today about Cam? The statement tells you the whole thing, right? Was it much of a surprise this had to happen? I couldn't tell you that either. Is the hope to avoid surgery? I just can't. There's nothing to tell you. Has it been discussion putting him on IR? I don't want to get into that because, again, we're listening to information we're getting. Is he still progressing forward? I think a lot of people may view this as a setback. I wouldn't even use the word setback because, again, nobody really knows. Okay, so you tell me. You tell me if this is really a big setback or if this is a face-saving move for Cam Newton. For Rod Rivera and company, short answers, no comment, next question. They went all Ditka. I want to get out of here. We don't. We don't want to talk about this. We want anybody with any other questions about the game ahead. <laughs> Twitter at How about a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. In ninety seconds, a story I was hoping to avoid talking about, but I was told that when something big happens, we always have to talk about That's it. That's right. Uh, but first, Steve Desager has what's trending. SD. You know, my guess on your Halloween costume was something with Frozen. Like oh, okay. Elsa or Anna kids, you know, it gets mentioned on the show. It's sure. topical. Yeah. I suppose it would be easy enough. Instead, you went Judy Garland, which I'm not sure we want to see. I'm not sure you're going to be retweeting stuff about that. But nonetheless, I, I don't... sick. I, I don't know what Steve, you're saying. Steve, that topic, I'd like you to let it go. <laughs> Nicely done. I mean, the billboard's just outside yeah. the Geico Fox yeah. Sports Radio studios here. The Judy movie? No. Frozen 2, three weeks ago. Oh, funny. okay. Because, you know, there has been a Judy movie. There yeah. was, yeah. There wasn't a lot of pub for it. It's one of those nice small movies, yeah. but potential Oscar nomination. Yeah. Kids probably don't know the ending of the Judy movie. It's probably probably best. We keep it that way. Good family fun <laughs> for your Judy Garland Wizard of Oz costume. And then when you keep the costume and go to the adult party later in the night, you add the bottle of barbiturates. On to the giggity, NBA. Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> the Sacramento Kings were 0-5 this year, but they're actually leading late first quarter against Utah, 23-18, and Utah's 4-1 and this season. The late game about to start, 1-3 and Golden State hosting San Antonio. Steph Curry will miss at least three months after surgery today on his broken hand. The other game in progress, under five minutes to go, second quarter at Dallas. Mavs have led the whole way. It's 41-34 over the Lakers. Earlier, Chicago and Milwaukee with wins. Indiana beat Cleveland 102-95. Kevin Love did have 22.17 rebounds in the loss. Brooklyn down Houston 123-116. James Harden 36 points. Boston on a basket with one second left. Edge the Knicks 104-102. The Knicks fall to 1-5. Jason Tatum the hero, and he had 24 points for Boston, which is now 4-1. College basketball starts on Tuesday. There's college football tonight with one game. It looks like Navy's going to go to 7-1. They're leading 42-10 at Connecticut starting the fourth quarter. Our Discover Card key matchup for tomorrow is Georgia versus Florida, the top 10 game in Jacksonville, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. Brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. The Seahawks claimed wide receiver Josh Gordon. Rookie quarterback Dwayne Haskins will start for Washington this weekend. Steelers running back James Conner with his bad shoulder is doubtful against Indy. Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton is out for the game at Pittsburgh. The Mets' new manager is Carlos Beltran. The champion Washington Nationals will celebrate at the White House on Monday. Reliever Sean Doolittle will not participate. Tomorrow is the team's parade in D.C. In the NHL, the Islanders won their eighth straight 5-2 over Tampa Bay. Carolina beat Detroit 7-3. Back to you. Thank you, Steve-O. So, yeah, 
The Mets have a new manager. Yeah, they do. He is former Met, former Yankee, former Astro, former Kansas City Royal, Carlos Beltran. And there's really good, and then there's what can never be unseen. Carlos Beltran has been with the Yankees in the front office for the past couple of years. Checks all the boxes you want from a manager. Someone who is going to work with the front office, because this is what managers are now. You know you're not going to come in and manage a team. You're going to come in and manage a team as you work with the front office. It's why Joe Madden took the Angels job. It's one of the last jobs that will give you somewhat of any autonomy to do the job. Everything else is now, hey, the front office has realized we can run things. We, we, can, we can run a team. So you're going to be the manager, but you're going to put out the lineup we want and play the players we want and, and talk with us about it. Hey, we can kind of manage. Well, you so saw this when is the, the trend now. When the Cubs announced David Ross, they had to answer the question about being a puppet repeatedly yeah. Every, they yeah. spent so much time on that everybody's going all right he's a puppet he's a puppet you're a puppet and they're all they're all gonna be puppets they're all but that's what the manager job is in major league baseball now you can be upset about it but this is reality this is what if you are a manager in major league baseball now and you are getting hired new you are going to have to collaborate with the front office and that's going to be the job it's and not, your job it's not is not managing job egos right it's right not the job as was. much as tactician yeah, are you going to get the chance to make some tactical moves during a game? Sure. But is the lineup you put out going to be yours? No. Are the players who are going to see most of the time always going to be yours? No. It's maybe 60% of what the job used to be. But if you want to manage, this is what it is. So I'm, I'm sorry, I can't cut it up anyway to say, oh, some teams are, this is what the job is. But Beltran checks all the boxes. He'll come in. He's been he's, he's played in New York. He understands what New York is. He's an incredibly intelligent player. He has stolen signs and played the, the intangibles game his entire career. Players love him. He has the instant cachet with the guys. He's, he's, his playing career is still close enough that everybody remembers. He has that kind of respect in the clubhouse. So it all works great, right? It all works great. Beltran sounds like he's going to be a great hire, considering whoever you hire is going to work with the front office anyway. All of that being said, when you say Carlos Beltran, mm -hmm. all any Mets yep. fan and any fan in baseball history thinks of yeah. is this. One of the most dangerous hitters in the business at the plate, Carlos Beltran. He is ready. So is Wainwright. The 0-2 delivery. Curve struck him out looking. The Cardinals are going to Michigan to take on the Tigers. Yeah. They are National League champions and headed for Detroit. Cardinals Radio Network, now MLB Productions on the call. Carlos Beltran will forever be the guy who took strike three looking with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth inning of the NLCS in 2006. That is burned into my brain and every Mets fan's brain and everybody's brain forever. When you think about Carlos Beltran, what do you think of? Struck out looking the 2006 NLCS. This is 13 years ago. That's who he is. That's who he's going to be as Mets manager. That is never going to leave him. Hey, I'm hopeful that there's going to be a time where in a year or two it's, look at this story from Scourge of the Mets in 2006 to where he is now. Who thought he could get past that mistake? And not only does he get past that, but he had a horrible relationship with the Mets after that. Horrible. They let him go. They thought he wasn't healthy. He wanted to get surgery on, on, his, on his knee and, and the Mets said he didn't need it. And It was a horrible relationship. It sounds like the Jets. It's what not, the hell's wrong with all the teams you cheer for? A I mean, bunch of dopes running things. Yeah, a, you don't get that surgery. It was a ridiculously bad relationship and still here he is back. So, alright, never say never. But it's the same ownership. It's 
it's the same thing. And here's Beltran. I can't believe that this is who they went to. But not only that, I can't believe they went to him. And I can't believe it's not going to be game seven of the NLCS is going to be on everybody's mind. Whatever movie makes, whatever something happens, if the Mets start losing, it's going to be, well, what do you expect from a guy that took strike, strike three looking? All right, the guys took Bottom line is, at no is. point should anybody ever have their bat on the shoulder. I don't. I That's don't, it. I don't get how they thought that, the, that he's got to be so good right away for any for him to get any kind of pass. So good. Right, can't struggle out of the gate. Can't struggle with management. Can't bat out of order. Mickey Calloway can't do any of that <laughs> stuff because he's not coming in with a clean slate. Third paragraph in, in every write-up. He's coming in as a guy who struck out looking in Game 7 to end the NLCS on a big 12-6 hook from Wainwright that I saw coming that I wish I could have screamed out of the window. Here comes the hook! And he was looking at it. He still would have ignored you and kept the bat on his shoulder. That's, that's what he's going to Welcome, welcome aboard. Yep. So that's hey, the match. It's got. the first day of the new season. Yep. There first we go. day of the holiday season. First mm-hmm. day of um, well, Matt season. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up next. Hey, we'll go big game hunting in the National Football League. I got an upset for you in the game of the week. It's coming up next right here, Fox. Hey. Wild things you're doing at night Trips to wherever feels right Doing it all just to feel things Right now, we do a lot of things And that's why you love us You gotta love, you gotta love From the morning For people who don't know or just waking up Here is the deal Until the late night What do you want to do? I'm up for anything We're doing what we do Yes, give us a listen On Fox Sports Radio There's an app to save on flights an app to rent a bike, and an app to help you save for driving safely. The Allstate app gives you real-time driving feedback with DriveWise, giving you the power to lower your insurance cost. In fact, safe drivers can save 40% or more. Connect and save with DriveWise. You're in good hands. Download the Allstate app today. Savings may vary by state and driving behaviors. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Use of Allstate Mobile with activation of DriveWise required. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Cooler weather's around the corner, which means your ride better be ready. At AutoZone, we've got the free services you need to drive with confidence, like our free battery testing. If you're having trouble starting your car, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. We'll test your battery for free and help you figure out the real issue so you don't spend money on stuff you don't need. To learn more, visit us online at AutoZone.com. Restrictions and details in store. Based on data from the MPD Group Incorporated Car Care Track 12 months ending December 2018. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Gary and John in the huddle, weekdays, noon until 2, here on AM560, FM100.1, and FM107.1, The Fall. A few years ago, I noticed my vision getting blurry. I thought it was part of getting older, but I was wrong. I have a disease called age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. It's the leading cause of blindness in people 55 and older. There are treatments for AMD, but early detection is key to saving your sight. To receive a free AMD packet, call the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 800-585-0516. That's 800-585-0516. You'll be glad you did. It's another night on Alabama's streets and highways. And for the officers patrolling them, that means danger. Drugs, weapons, violent crimes, it's all in a day's work. But the biggest threat to these officers' lives isn't criminals. It's drivers. Drivers who fail to move over and get out of the way. Roadside crashes are the number one cause of death for police and state troopers. 
And not just them. Tow truck drivers, highway maintenance workers, risking their lives every day. In the last decade alone, over 138 officers lost their lives in traffic-related crashes. And too many of those were on roadsides right here in Alabama. Alabama's Move Over Law requires you to safely move over one lane away from vehicles parked on the roadside. On a two-lane road, move over as far as possible without leaving your lane. And if you can't move over, slow down. Drive safe, Alabama. This message sponsored by Aldot Aliyah, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. This is Trooper Brock Gwaltney of the Alabama Department of Public Safety. Highway safety isn't just a term, it's a way of life or death. It's knowing how to avoid a potential dangerous situation, knowing the rules of the game and following them. You wouldn't cheat at cards, so why cheat in traffic? Cheating at cards only costs you a few friends, while cheating on traffic rules could cost you your own life, and you might kill a few innocent people at the same time. Don't risk it. This message has been brought to you by the Alabama State Troopers and your friends at Wolf Radio. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 I want to be When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. In the Wiregrass, all that really matters is the SEC. And you've got it on the ball. The leader in all that's SEC. one on your television. Go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, at halftime. 
Mavericks lead the Lakers 58-48. So far, LeBron and Anthony Davis, no surprise, leading the way for the Lakers with 14 and 13. Luka Doncic has 13 and Porzingis 12 for the Mavericks as they have a 10-point lead headed to the break. The rebirth of Porzingis. Uh, Here it is. Yeah. In prime time yep. on a Friday night yep. after the Knicks sustain yeah. a gut-wrenching yeah. two-point loss on yep. a late Tatum shot Yep, that sent you into a spiral. Yes. And now Porzingis doing Porzingis things. Yes. No longer a Nick. No. Yes. All of those things are true. Healthy I, I, with a nice buzz cut. I cannot, I cannot, uh, I cannot disagree with anything you've just said. Well, then all right. Knicks, yeah. Uh, so, again, we'll keep you posted. Uh, Dwight Howard, four points in 11 minutes off the bench for the Lakers. Let's go big game hunting here on a football Friday. Next hour on the show, we're going to give you our big upset special picks for the week in the NFL and college football like we normally do. But no game in the NFL is bigger this week than the Patriots visiting the Ravens. And I'm going to give you an upset special for this week, and I'm going to give you the Ravens are going to beat the Patriots, and they're going to ruin the undefeated season. And this is not because suddenly the Ravens are a great, great team and the Patriots, oh, oh they're being exposed. They're finally playing a good team. No, it just follows that this is the week they're going to lose. All right? Number one, as good as the Patriots' defense has been, they haven't done it against a mobile quarterback, a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. The closest thing to Lamar Jackson is Josh Allen, who is not quite Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is pretty good. I get the first and second year quarterbacks against Belichick. Eventually that run is going to be dented, and you can game plan all you want, but if you're not fast enough to stop Lamar Jackson, you're not fast enough. If you, if he's too much of an athlete for you, it doesn't matter what you game plan. He's going to be too much for the Patriots defense. This will be his superstar game. The game where people take Lamar Jackson legitimate as, boy, this guy could be one of the next superstars in the NFL. I told you he's going to be a Pro Bowl player. Last year, I said this year is going to be in the Pro Bowl. One of the top three quarterbacks named the Pro Bowl. The yeah, AFC. You, you didn't have him as the top the three. There. You just said he was going to the no, Pro no. Bowl. Well, yeah, which meant he had to be top eight. No, 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 no. Nine. I said top three names. I didn't say names and injury replacement. No, you just said he was going to make the Pro Bowl. Bowl. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's what you said. I said he's going to be which one gave of the top you a wide berth. No, it's one of the top three quarterbacks in the AFC that you get named to the Pro Bowl, not named as an injury replacement.